You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and notes, and games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Oh, hey. What's up, guys? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> well, you're back for another episode? But we did the 100th. We're, we're supposed to just keep going. You're still listening? Don't we get a break? Dance monkey dance. <sighs> okay. Okay. Hey there, gamers. Welcome back for more <laughs> of your favorite abnormal board gaming podcast that sometimes talks about peepees and vajigis. We are a nonstop wheel turning out content bi-weekly, and we only do it bi-weekly so I can say it's bi-weekly and snicker to myself. As we start the journey anew at episode 101, we're forced to make new memories for episode 200 in a couple years, as we can't use clips from anything before this, or it'll seem redundant and idiotic. So, if you guys think of anything hilarious like Number Blind, feel free to just let it out so I'll have something for that show. To that end, I have something that I think is pretty funny. Okay. The other day, I was at a concert with a good buddy of mine, and we were talking about how his wife uh, works in advertising. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure she worked with one of Natalie's relatives. And he was like, oh, cool. What's her name? And so I told him, and he was like, awesome. Oh, yeah, she was my wife's boss. It's Chris and Gwen. Okay. And um, <laughs> and he was like, how does Natalie know this person? And I was like, oh, it's uh, shit. I think it's her cousin. I think it's her cousin. But I'll check. So I check with Natalie who immediately texts back and she's like, are you kidding me? How do you not know this by now? And before all of you at home are like, oh man, typical stupid guy doesn't pay attention to anything. Let me paint you a picture of Natalie's family tree and you tell me if I should have this straight or not. So on her dad's side of the family, she has a cousin who is about 15 years older than her and is best friends with her dad, his nephew. He has a six-month-old son and a 20-something-year-old daughter who has two daughters herself, and so her cousin is a grandpa and is best friends with her dad, his uncle. <clears throat> also, this cousin's two granddaughters are older than his son, who was just born in May. <laughs> she also has two other cousins who come to all family functions, but their mom passed away long ago and their dad is not a blood relative, so these people come alone instead of spending the holidays with him, so mostly I'm like, who the hell are these people? <laughs> then she has another cousin who has inherited three older kids from her older husband she married, and we see them sometimes, but very rarely, and that person has a mysterious brother who I've never met, and this cousin that I'm supposed to know is half-siblings with her brother, who is the grandpa that's best friends with his uncle, who is Natalie's dad, and oh, that cousin, the grandpa, has twenty a 20-something-year-old daughter, and that daughter has a boyfriend and I have no idea what the hell I'm supposed to call him or even her and she's in her 20s but it's Natalie's cousin's daughter and don't forget she also has two daughters and the cousin grandpa has a son who is younger than those two granddaughters (laughs) oh and Natalie's dad's two sisters married two brothers of another family so two sets of her cousins have the exact same family on both sides (laughs) and then on her mom's side she has a cousin who is younger than her youngest stepchild and that cousin's mom her aunt is basically my age and she has another aunt who is younger than her mom who is a great grandma The aunt has two daughters and they have kids and sometimes some of their kids have kids and so her cousin who is younger than Scarlet is roughly the same age as her other aunt's great-grandchildren. And there is a non-stop drama with all of them, but keep it straight, Ryan! You don't even know who my cousin is! What the hell's wrong with you? I don't understand how every single one of those people are not just your cousin. I know! So who is this person? It it was your third aunt once removed No, the person that Gwen knows is actually my cousin. Actually was. Her keeping it all straight is like that episode of It's Always Funny with Pepe Sylvia. right and you he yes! still got berated. Yes, I got it right. Well, no, he was just like, who is she, your cousin? Like, he wasn't sure. 
And I'm like, you don't know who that might, she's my cousin? Like, who do you think she is? You think that's weird? On her dad's side of the family, she has a cousin who was about 15 years older than her and is (laughs) best friends with her dad. Well, yeah, he started saying all this stuff. I was like, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of crazy. I guess it's kind of crazy. There's some pretty weird stuff. Kind of crazy. (laughs) I would just call everybody in my family your cousin. Yeah, her aunt, her aunt, her mom's younger sister is a great grandma. What? Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, you can't you keep it straight, yeah, yeah. Natalie? She doesn't even you can't know. Even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, oh Cryptid Urban Legends yeah. is over there the whole oh, yeah. time. Well, the, the cousin who's a grandpa, he was a grandpa before my dad became a grandpa. <laughs> yeah, right. That, right, that too. What? Yeah. What is it, happening? Exactly. It's crazy. It's like Pepe Sylvia. There's no Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia got tons of Pepe. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's pretty crazy. It's funny because Ryan's like, I have two aunts and then they have some children and that's it. <laughs> Yeah, right. We're my family. It's like crazy. I have cousins on my aunt Diane and aunt Chris, and they have some kids. Yeah, and then on my mom's side, I have Uncle Chris and Aunt Cindy and uh, Uncle Tim, and they have some kids. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, well, that's all she wrote. And they're all appropriately aged. Do you have none any, of them like, are best friends with my? Any, you have so you have aunts and uncles that are younger than you. No. You don't. Okay. No. No. So they are. So okay, my mom is. Never mind. No, I have an, I, I have right. one aunt who is only like a few years older than me, but she didn't marry my. So like my uncle is the youngest, my my mom's the oldest, and they're pretty far apart. And then he married somebody that was like way younger than him, but they didn't get married till I was like twenty five. So I like she's technically my aunt, but like I didn't like grow up with her or anything. So then they had a child very younger late in Scarlet. life, and so she's a few months younger than Scarlett. So she's literally my first cousin, but she just turned six like last month. <laughs> keep right? it straight. <laughs> I'm 30 years older just than you. Not keep it straight. Just keep it straight. I, I contacted Natalie's sister Frankie about. I was like, I want to do this for the podcast. I need to write all this stuff about how confusing your fucking family is. And I was like, Do I have everything? And she was like, Yeah. And by the way, if you just pay attention, it's not that hard. <laughs> oh my god! Shut up, dweeb. Sounds exactly something she would say. It was totally if you Frankie. Just pay attention. Yeah. If, if you just pay attention, it's really not that hard. Lol. Huh? It's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid fucking loser. Yeah, well, you're an idiot. I remember growing up too, like I thought it was so weird that my aunts married two brothers and so like my cousins had the same family on both sides. Because you weird. know, usually like you have this Str- side. It feels and- incestuous. It's not, yeah, I know, but not. it feels incestuous. Yeah. Right. It's I don't know. It's, it's like one of them hooked up and they're like, Do you have a brother for yeah. my sister? Actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you want them to fuck? Yeah, can we just do it all together? Yeah, why don't, they, why don't we all just fuck in the same room? I bet they've banged all together. <laughs> I know they have. I bet the four of them have banged 100%. all together. And they might have accidentally banged the other one. Yeah. Like, what if they... Are they, are they not, all are they twins? twins? Is it two sets? There's no, no, all no four twins. of them are the twins. All four of them are the twins. <laughs> and they no just twins. marry each other. They love each other. <laughs> Keep it Game of Thrones style. They're all just married in. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. and then the one on my mom's side who... <laughs> Keep it straight. The one. There's like a So, thousand. okay, my cousin on my mom's side, who's a grandma, because I have two cousins that are cousin, grandparents. Grandma. Yep. Cousin, grandma. Yeah, she she's my is age. like 40. Yeah, she's my age and she has, she's a grandma. So, again, okay. her aunt on her mom's side, who's younger than her mom, is a great grandmother. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking dis- <laughs> Anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> what is up with you two? Natalie, what do you got? Oof. You guys. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Something happened to us this past weekend. It did? Yes. Sex? What do you mean did? Probably not. Was it a four-way with your... So we were supposed to record the podcast. That would be sweet. You, you, Frankie, Kyle. Yep. We're all twins. Yeah, we (laughs) all all have sex. Normal. We were supposed to record the podcast on Saturday night. Our power goes out every five seconds. It it went out last Thursday on a bright, sunny afternoon for no reason. We just (laughs) hear a boom and it's out. So Saturday evening, Jeff's on his way here. It's really windy out. I knew it. Ryan and I are like, the power is going to fucking go out. I just know it. 
and he's on his way. Well, I even thought, I don't mean to stop you, but I was even like, should I just tell Jeff? I was kind like, of the like. The power's going to go out on his did, way here. Like, I think it's going to go out. It's out. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, and then it was. Yeah. Well, part of me, yeah. I was like, well, what if it doesn't? And then we send him away, you know? Send him away. Yeah. <laughs> Get away, away from us. Away. Yeah. So, anyways, he's on his way, of course. Power goes out, and we're like, Jeff, power's out. Just turn around. Okay. Um, what are we supposed <laughs> to do? It's like 6 15 ish on like Saturday night, right? Um, so we're like, man, that fucking sucks. What are we going to do all night? <laughs> did. Um, this happens all the time. It's yeah, really fucking annoying. And so we, we're we like, maybe we can go to someone's house. And like we were on a well in septic. So when we lose power, we also don't have water and can't, yeah, lose can't our, flush, flush our toilets, toilets and stuff uh, like that. So it's like really extra annoying. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And so like, it's not just dark. There's more to it. And so we call my sister and we're like, hey, are you guys doing anything tonight? You know, we lost power. Maybe we can come over and play games. And they were like, yeah, we're not doing anything. We were, we were like, so, sweet. We were and like, so we're like, pick out all these games. The we're yeah. so excited. You know, we get in the car, we pull out of the driveway, go like, I don't know, 20, 20 feet. feet out of the, yep. down the street <laughs> and stop because there's a giant tree that fell down and blocked the entire road. And we live the on a dead end street. Yep. And so we were trapped. Yep. And so trapped. then... We all had to start mating. Which timeout? Selfishly, if I would have already been here, I couldn't have left. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, talked, would, about, we yeah. talked about that Jeff later. Jeff had been here. here. Yeah, you would have been trapped. Like, Our trapped. entire street yeah, was trapped. Well, because it gets worse. It gets yeah. worse. Okay, I'm kind of embarrassed to tell you this part because me and Ryan almost ended up as like one of those Darwin Award people. Yep. That's my joke. I said it. I know. <laughs> Ryan said it. I'll give him credit. <laughs> um, okay. I think it's a joke. Yeah. So we like, Ryan like, <laughs> Sassy you know. Ted Lasso. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. So we, I said it first. So we stopped the car because we're like, fuck, there's a tree in the road. And so we like get out to like examine it to see like, oh, can we like drive around it or whatever? Because it's literally like from the grass to the grass across the entire mm. road. But there's and some area where you could like get around in your in your kind of neighborhood. You could you might be able to kind of go around. If, if we like if drove on someone's grass. Room. That was what I was. Yeah. I was like, yeah. we're gonna have to ride on these. We're gonna have to drive on these people's lawn. However, there's on the right side, it's just a swamp, so right. you can't go to the yeah. right. On the left side, there was brush, and I'm like, can we drive over this? And I'm looking, and there was like yeah. jagged. It was like rock. it was like I'm little like, like a landscaping yeah. thing with flowers. So if we drive over rocks. that, we might pop the tires right. and right. we're screwed. So we're like getting out, looking at it, and I was like, I thought I grabbed a branch to like kind of move it and so i'm pulling it and like in our it's area it's also very dark outside it's also dark right. and we're, in our area there's a bunch of like vines that like wrap around all the what vines do. life yeah like the trees all and everything all the plant life so like i like pulled this branch and i was like oh it's a vine so i just started like pulling it and pulling it like, and a, like one of those things when you like the the colored things from a clown yeah and i was like jesus this is a really long vine and i like drop it and as soon as i drop it i was like oh my god i was like that wasn't a vine that was a fucking you were pulling the power, the power, the power line, line. The power line. <laughs> i saw the picture and I was like, you guys are pretty close. And to I was like, I like freaked out. I was like, oh my god, that was not a vine. That was a power line. Well, here's what's here's what's doubly stupid. Okay, so we when we stopped to to look at the tree, I, we'll, we'll tell the rest in a second. When we stopped to look at the tree. <laughs> the first thing I did was I looked up and I'm like, okay, I see the power lines there. I don't yeah. see the tree on the power lines. And so I got out. Of, that's why I got. That's when I got yeah. out of the car. And I was like, okay, the tree's not on the power lines. It was. It yeah. snapped one in half. That's why I didn't yeah. see it. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like we half. didn't even. I thought it was just a tree. I didn't know there was like power lines down. And so, uh, was it, it was live? No, no. It, if it was I live, been I been dead. Think, so I think I would have died. You, yeah, would you have? No, I, I seriously don't know think. This. Can you touch a power line? Is there the coating on the outside? I think you would have died. I'll tell you I why. No, I think. Anyway, yeah. I'll, t- go ahead. I'll tell you why. So we're wait. like, you know, for a second I freak out, like, oh my god, that was a power line, and Ryan's like, oh shit, and so we start walking back to the car, and we realize we're fucking 
parked, parked on, on top of a power line too oh and we're like oh my gosh so we like get in the car drive back into the driveway we're like shit you know texting frankie like we can't come over we're trapped in our street yeah um and so we like you know instantly like file a complaint with dte like the energy like electric company <laughs> listen here DTE. you know yeah, like we're like fuck? you know just letting them know there's also a down power yeah, line because complaint isn't the right word <laughs> we alerted them and then i was Which like respond to because that's a hazard right, right. Not yeah like you don't have power but then now but you're just like putting line. something into a website right. you know right. so i'm like i don't know how fast they'll be we're fucking trapped and that's so why i googled like what do you do when a tree's like you know fallen down and something was like call 911 and i was like well i'll just call the police department so i called the police department i told them about it and they were like okay cool we'll send the um fire department out. The, we'll send the fire department out yep. don't go anywhere near it you know <laughs> oh, so don't pull it down <laughs> i know so don't I drive it. i moved so don't I park it. Yeah. directly on top yeah. of it or and then yank it, it out of the tree i, pulled it. Exactly. I know <laughs> yeah so then like she's like we'll call it we'll send the fire department out and we're like okay thanks and so like probably five ten minutes later the fire department's there yeah and so we were very you know excited. they're on the other side of the tree obviously mm-hmm. and we're seeing them like hey, me, yeah. me and like another neighbor were like kind of standing they're watching and the ryan comes over and and eventually the the firemen walk towards us and they were like sorry we can't do anything because um we have this like tester to see if the wire is live but they're like it's not really that accurate so we're not sure and basically they, they were saying like it's too dangerous the for wire us to move was, the tree the line was like you know intertwined in the, in the tree. tree yeah so they're like so, it's too dangerous for us geez. to move it without knowing for sure that it's not live so you know we we contacted dte we can't Did really you tell like, him, like listen i moved you. it yeah, yeah i said that i touched it and the guy was like he's Both like of them. he was like oh my god he was like you he's like we could have been here for another reason they're like you played basically lottery. saying like you, you would have died yeah they're like you have you have you do play the lottery you should go play the lottery because you basically like you, you imagine, just dodged like, death you're yeah. standing there and natalie touches that thing and, and all then of a sudden she's like, i know yeah. i started like oh. freaking out oh i started gosh. having like a panic attack later i was like i was like i i almost just instantly died i'd go touch it too to be with you just so you know would oh. you do the same for me <laughs> answer now wow trust me this is gonna get it was traumatizing i will never go I, that will never even will never be something well, it's funny because when the first thing i did when we stopped the car was i looked up and i'm like okay the power lines all look there i didn't think that one was snapped in two and yeah. was right. already yeah dead. same i wouldn't have gone sparking, near it if right? i've seen it that's, right. that's what i lied, but still, yeah and i would never have gone near it if i even thought there was a line down i just it I didn't see it and it was dark and I didn't know. And so anyways, they were saying that stuff and in my head I was like, oh my God, I almost died. Oh my God. And I was like freaking out. Mm -hmm. So anyways, they left. She kept going like, I feel something in my arm. (gasps) No, I seriously did. I feel this in my arm. It's okay. My whole right arm felt like a charge. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. I still feel it. It's been two hours and I still feel it's still there. I'm like, it's not just going to all of a sudden be like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, you have like it's resting yeah. in your arm and then it's going to activate. So you think point. that'd be like the end of the story. It's not. So we go home. Nothing we can do. Blah, <laughs> blah, blah. We fuck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we end up, you know, we hang out. We go to sleep. We wake up the next morning and maybe it's like 830 in the morning and re- immediately Ryan's like, I'm going to go out and see if the tree's still there. Because like, who knows? Maybe DTE came in the night. And so gross, gross. he goes out there and he doesn't come back for <laughs> a while. <laughs> 
you know and i was starting to be like oh my god did he go touch a line and die you know i was like freaking myself <laughs> out touch a line well, we touch Natalie a line. did it <laughs> yeah. i can do it and yeah. so then thinks she's all that then he, comes, I can do it too. he comes back and he was like dude there's a bunch of drama going down i didn't call her dude, <laughs> dude. so apparently <laughs> Bro. he yeah. goes down there and a bunch of our neighbors are down there and there's a so like the tree Swinging from the, <laughs> this is, the tree is right by this one guy's house there's like younger couple and he's ryan's like i go down there and all the neighbors are down there and the tree's like halfway like out of the road like half the road's open and i was like oh sweet and so basically what happened was like this guy was like uh i'm gonna you know we're all trapped on the street we can't move and we don't have power and so like he started like chopping away at the tree i think he like moved the line with a stick and nothing happened so he just pushed it out of the way at the side of the road and then he started chopping down the tree to like so we could get out and drive out of the street and there was a person who was like supervising the line that was just like sitting in their car from dte but not in like a dte vehicle and she was like which is our electric company okay yeah and she was like you need to stop you know don't do that you're Wait, not i want to tell it. i want to tell it i want to okay tell it. you're it's my ahead. story so yeah he goes he's like moving the tree and she's like hey stop doing that and he's like what we're trapped in here and then she didn't say anything to him he's like she just stone-faced at me like to stop it <clears throat> and so then he went in his house and he got an axe and he starts to chop the tree down with an axe because he's like, well, fuck it. I'm, we're, we're trapped. Yeah. yeah, We're trying to get out. What You're not giving me a reason why we can't do it. So she gets on her phone and she's calling the police on him. And she goes, he's got an axe. Oh, my like he's gonna Like he's running at her with this. So he's yeah. like, oh, my God. So we had, like, I had to go like put the axe down and be like, okay, <laughs> I'm not doing it. So then the cops come and they're yelling at him. And they're like, you're the reason that this is going to take so long now. You better apologize to all your neighbors here because you're take, making this hold up. And, you know, I'm like, We're what? Like, How? Why? <laughs> he what actually did your favor. Done we can get out now. <laughs> so for like the next two and a half hours, they just sat there and did nothing. They did nothing. They just sat there in yeah. their car, blocking <laughs> the road. So, so even he if we chopped could try- the tree up enough and he moved the power line out of the way. Everybody could get out. Except they had the um the like caution tape up. Yeah. But we could rip the caution tape down because part of the caution tape was on this dude's truck. Yeah, tied it on his mirror. <laughs> tied it on his mirror. So he like ripped it down. Yeah. And so we could just easily just be like and get out. But the DTE trucks were blocking the road behind the tree on purpose so we couldn't yeah. leave. Mm-hmm. That's dumb. And then another <laughs> DTE truck comes who's actually going to fix the line, I think. And he was like, looked at checked everything out and he's like yeah you guys are fine you, yeah, everything's you can fine. leave Good. Like, of course. and so thanks, then we guys. leave yeah, we go get some lunch and by the time supervisor. we come back the power's, power's on yeah everything's fine end of story but now like we, we were fucking trapped for like i don't know a day half a day yeah it's funny because it, like, like yeah after you look hours? back on it, it's like we weren't trapped very long yeah. but in the moment it's like this could go on for weeks well because yeah when you have an unknown time yeah i was like the only thing we can do is we can kayak from the beach to the to the um the boat launch. boat launch where it's not where you're not trapped yeah and then we could just have someone pick us up there <laughs> right like i could have called you and been like, like Jeff, rent a car. The boat launch. yeah yeah so we can you can pick us up and then you can take us to do some stuff right That's crazy. oh my gosh wasn't that, isn't that crazy oh i didn't tell you this real quick um i was telling someone at work today about it and i guess aaron our hr person at work she used to work for dte and i guess and this must be what that lady was she's like i guess she, um Whenever something would happen like this where a bunch of people lost their power, every single person who worked for DTE, no matter what position they were, had to be on call and they might be called to supervise 
a wire, a down oh, wire. And so like a Aaron as HR could have been called to like supervise this down wire. So this <laughs> lady sucks, could have just been like a yeah, nobody, like random. a secretary or whatever. Could use common sense and <laughs> yeah, it, it, handle the situation better. No, yeah. I wasn't there. I, this is I mean, all we second hand from the guy. Yeah. But it sounded like he was just like, listen, we're trapped. Are you doing anything for us? And she was just like, I'm not telling you shit. Yeah. Could she just be like, I can't. Yeah. Like, she I'm sorry. Like, I, no I would idea. love to help you. I know <laughs> yeah. this is frustrating. Listen, I can't believe this. I'm just sitting in Yeah, exactly. the police, I mean, I wish they would have been more like, like, hey, I know you were trying to help, but like you're not allowed Let's to do stop. this because it can be dangerous. Yeah. But yeah, I understand, you know, instead they were like, what are you doing? You're ruining it forever. You know, it's like, oh my God, like, can't you see that he was just being like, I want to help my neighbors yeah, out because like, none of get us out can of leave, here. you know? Yeah. So that was our crazy weekend. So all you fucks and were pissed is, at us for not recording. That is why we, we couldn't have. record. <laughs> why recording late. Yeah. What do you got, Jeff? Anything, anything happening? I have like nothing. We watched The Watcher on Netflix. What's the word on TV? Oh, I was wondering. Um, what is it's that about one? this person that moves into a house and then they're getting like letters from this person that's watching it's the house. A real, oh, kind of right. Based on a real story. Yeah, and that's what kind of made me a little bit interested in it after I watched the first couple I episodes. I read about I was like, the real it's story. okay. And then the real story kind of made me want to finish it. It's It's fine. Is it a, it's a scary? fine watch? No, it's not scary. Okay. There's a couple like just kind of like maybe suspenseful thrillery moments of trying to figure mm. out who this person is. Yeah. But there's no like there's not a lot of like jump scaring or screaming mm. or anything like that. It doesn't all happen in the dark, right? Yeah. Um, did you a, watch? It's a neat story. Did you start uh, White Lotus? No, I haven't, but I will. There's only two episodes so far, okay, but yeah, I like I, it. I will because I like the first. It's season. good, like the first one so far. So yeah, the Watcher. If we finish the Patient, which I think is worth watching, Ooh, yes, um, for sure. So. I'm going to say I'm annoyed at some people on the internet. Okay. Which I ones? went on IMDb and I looked at some of the reviews for The Patient because I thought Steve Carell did a wonderful job acting <laughs> oh, in this. Yeah. I thought the other guy was creepy and did a great and job. And did you know the other and guy I, was the oldest Weasley in Harry Potter? Nope. I wouldn't and he, I know. And he, what was the other oh, thing yeah, he, he was? Yeah, he was in Star Wars episode Star seven. Wars, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a kind of a unique looking fellow yep he sure is um, he did great but I, thought I he thought. did great so i i'm, I'm I really kind of looking like, like all right how did, what did people think of the show um and it doesn't get great reviews huh and really? there were numerous reviews that were upset at this show because it came out weekly and it was only 20 something minutes and they were like the payoff for 20 minutes every week isn't there and it's like what? I thought it was a Bitch, pretty decent cliffhanger. Like forever. That's all, are you that's all we did. You want 10 episodes of 40 minutes, and then you're going to complain about it being too long. I'm like, I liked that it. it was like 20 minutes and kind of done. Yeah. Because a ton of stuff didn't happen in the show. Right. It was about it the characters. It didn't drag on. But it was, in there was episode. five or six comments of people complaining that this show was only 20 minutes and it came out every week. That speaks to I'm the like, age of TV is, we're currently yeah. in. Yeah. I'm like, There's probably like a 20 year old. <laughs> our entire lives. That's, yeah. that's what we did. Right. Mm-hmm. We are so fucking spoiled. Plus, if you don't want to wait, and they just wait it till like it's over one. and then watch it yeah, all at once. Yeah, it was like a three. And I'm like, come on. Oh, man, we need to do the patient beat So down. that's annoying. The but I thought the patient was really good. That was a great show. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was good, too. I like that it was it's one well and done, done, too. Yeah. 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 I was like kind of like, I hope they don't drag this out for two or three seasons. That no, would be a bummer. that wouldn't make sense. Shut it down. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I really got. We're creeping up on Thanksgiving break, which I'm really excited for because everybody kind of needs. This is a long stretch of school. Um, yeah, well, everybody kind the of beginning. needs a needs, yeah. a needs a pause button. And, and I always really feel like nice. after Thanksgiving happens, it's a tiny little blip before Christmas. Break. Yep, and there and then there's oh, like yeah. breaks here and there, at least for yeah, the kids and, the, like and and me. Winter break, spring um, break, selfishly, like winter break. You have um, like MLK Day, which will be Nerd Fest. You yes. get a little midwinter break in February and spring break. So there's like little kind of breaks. But this stretch from the beginning of September. You're right. The, there's nothing. To, there's mm-hmm. nothing. And it's just like straight school. Yeah. And it's, it's like a lot. three straight months. Um, right. Because even Halloween, you have school. Yeah. So it's a it's a, a long stretch. If you're a teacher out there, you know, this is a tough, a tough mm-hmm. stretch. We're all just making it to Thanksgiving. Um, right. 
but yeah, that's kind of it. Damn. So you guys, it's been a while since I've told a D story. Ooh. Someone in the Discord is going through the episodes. In order. Okay. And they're like at episode like 66 or 67 or something like that. I can't remember who it is. It's, um. Is it Slapian? Dan Day? One of those guys? No. Is it, um, the one starts with a P. Is it that one? That guy? Pagodia uh, or something Pagod- like that? Penis. <laughs> penis? Yes. Penis. Um, Somebody with a big penis. Yeah. Somebody with a big penis. New listener. Uh, is going back to the back of the catalog and catching up, which is, man, is that cool. Yeah. That's cool, because I honestly think that we only get better. I know. I was like, he didn't even get to, like, the best of us yet. He hasn't I feel even like heard. we, like, improved greatly. There's a lot of stuff then. he hasn't heard. I mean, there's a good stuff. There's good stuff back there. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. From going back and doing the episode 100 yeah. back, I'm like, man, there were some really funny moments. Um, but yeah, I always, it's, it's cool. It's cool that he's doing that. But anyway, he he told, he said in the Discord, he was like, one of the, the things I love uh, is these D stories. They're mm-hmm. so funny. And then somebody in the 100 uh, episode said that too in the in the inbox. Okay. He's now, yeah. I don't feel like this was his name before, but he's the Diced Onion. I know the Diced Onion. Oh, he's the Diced okay, Onion. The diced onion. Okay. Yeah. He I changed his on name. Instagram oh, okay. I okay. think he changed his name. Because uh, like, you're right. Maybe he was. Pagoda. Anyway, whatever. So yeah. uh, what I want to do is I want to tell another D story. My plan, honestly, is to write a book. And not, this isn't a joke. I mean, it's going to be kind of written, written in a jokey manner, but I want to write a book about these D stories. And. I th- I don't know if it's going to be as good if you're not hearing me say them, but I'm going to try to write this book <laughs> in such a way that I convey yeah, the emotions the that I get yeah, the voice. I know the voice is one thing, but I, I do the emotions. I, I'm going to convey the emotion in a way that I'm hoping will be at least a uh, entertaining read, mm-hmm. you know? And so um, I have compiled a list of these stories. Some of them are like one sentence. So this 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 book is going to be a um, what I'm calling the D, a short-tempered stories. <laughs> short-tempered <laughs> stories by the D. <laughs> and so I told That's a few perfect. on the podcast already. And what I wanted to do is I wanted to let you two pick the story that I tell. I'm just going to give you a like two-word synopsis so you'll know maybe what yeah, you, they'll trigger the what general, these stories are. Or yeah. if you just th- there's something that you, you think might be funny, I want you, I want you guys to pick. So here's what you're going to pick from the following list. Okay. The Trampoline Door Slam, uh, Grass Cutting Murder in Sleep, <laughs> Spraying good. the Hose at Geriatric Neighbor, Okay. Roscoe and the Weed, Harsh Abrasive Shit, there's a lot of these, Money Order Conundrum, Wall Tile Mystery, Mulch heist. How many are these? Oh, how there's are so sp- many. How are we supposed to remember all these? Yeah, just, just anyone that anyone that sticks Whoa. out. Have you heard anyone I've, that sticks out? I've I know a few of them that he said. Okay, okay I'll, I'll give you one. Right. Elevator conflict. The flavors. Bass guitar tree rap. Everything is Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Infinite hard drive defrag. <laughs> <laughs> Mail order bride rating genius. Oh, the gazelle. We've heard the mail order bride. Yeah, I think we've told, told that. Did, did I tell that one? Yeah. Okay. It's like an 8.37. Yeah, it's she's like, like well, oh, look at that. 8.35. <laughs> this guitar sounds like shit. I'll rub your back if you rub my cock. <laughs> Don't worry, the safety is on. Oh, that one's funny. Racist Navajo hospital sound. There's only three more. <laughs> Weekly California money, $20 asshole tax, and who was on the phone? Do any of Ooh, these? Okay. Do any of these pique your interest? They all pique my one, interest. Yeah, which one do you want? Are we just doing one, or are we each picking one? Yeah, do one. Just no, you okay. pick one together. Oh god! I like 
So I think I need to hear some of them because okay. I, I know a lot of them. But I know the GTA one I, uh, was interesting. GTA. All Every, everything is Grand Theft Auto. Everything is Grand Theft Auto. Okay. The flavors. The flavors has me intrigued. Flavors. Yeah. The flavors. Um. The something about like something wrapped around a tree oh bass guitar wrapped around a tree guitar. that's one yeah. of the classics do mm-hmm. you know that one mm-hmm. oh let's not do that then <laughs> you don't want jeff well, to know it <laughs> well i'm not <laughs> someone that neither of us like recognize okay so you so okay you've narrowed it down to the flavors and what was the other one you said everything is grand theft everything auto. is grand theft auto yeah let's what, do the grand theft auto everything right. is grand theft auto okay. oh, wait you said you know that one he does I, know that one yeah i the, okay but these are, i know a lot you know what them, so. these two are short Okay. I'll okay. do both of these. Right. Okay. okay. So I'll start with everything is Grand Theft Auto. Okay. Jeff knows this one. All right. So a long time ago, uh, when the PlayStation 2 was still the hot, hot system, oh, yeah. uh, there was this game that came out called Grand Theft Auto 3. And back in the day, before board games were a thing with our group, we were, vid- we were a video game group. Yep. We all played video games like crazy. Uh, that's all we did. That was like our, our main hobby in our group. And then poker took over for a while. Anyway, so... <laughs> when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, it was the like this huge deal in the video game industry. It was like revolutionized video gaming for a while. It was this humongous deal, okay? And so my dad, who was not aware of anything video game related, was it was so big, he was even aware of this game. <laughs> and he sometimes would get attached to something. So, for instance, <laughs> the song More Than Words by Extreme, okay. that was like the only song he listened to for from like 2006 to 2010. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, buddy, you hear that song More Than Words? Man, that's got some harmonies, right? That's all we, and I'm it's like, really yes, okay, yes, yes, I know. It is good until you listen to it 8,000 yeah. times for four, for years, four straight. years straight. <laughs> so when he got caught, when he got hooked onto something, he would... And he would tell it to you like it was the first time you've heard him say this, okay? So Grand Theft Auto 3 might have been the first time this happened, okay? So Grand Theft Auto 3 comes out, and he'd be like, hey, buddy, you got that game Grand Theft Auto 3? You get that one yet? And I'm like, yeah, I, I do. It's great. So the first, like, few conversations were like, I'm like, wow. He knows, he about knows Grand Theft Auto 3. He's taking for, an interest in my interest. For the next three to four years. <laughs> it didn't matter what game I got. I'm playing <laughs> FIFA. Okay, and he comes downstairs, and he's like, oh, what's this? Kind of reminds me of Grand Theft Auto 3. And he's looking at my friends like, whoa. They're See, I know a video And they were just kind of like, what? This is soccer. What are you talking about? <laughs> and so then, like, you know, another game would come out, and he would come downstairs, and it'd just be like deer hunting. And he'd be like, oh, man, the graphics on this. You know what that reminds me of? And I'm like, what is that? And he's like, this kind of looks like Grand Theft Auto 3. <laughs> and it was like the exact same for you and your friends went. looking at each other like what we knew after a while it was like here we go here comes Grand, <laughs> yeah. Auto Grand, Grand, Grand Theft Auto and so forever that's all we every time we would get a new game we'd be like oh man this one's pretty good you know what it reminds me of though Grand Theft Auto 3 that's right oh yeah it looks just like that wow 8.375 <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's funny you say his voice like that but this is not what he nothing, sounds like no nothing that's my stupid retelling of his voice okay so that's everything is Grand Theft Auto this is another one that's really short but so fucking funny it's called <laughs> The Flavors okay, okay The Flavors so <laughs> so one day, so my dad was very, very, very passionate about anything he was passionate about. Like he was not, he wasn't the kind of guy who was just like, hey, how's it going? How you doing? What's going on? He's if like he you. was angry, he was he was like, you thought he was going to kill you. If he <laughs> well, was happy, okay. you thought he was going like, to kill you with happiness. You thought he was, on, yeah. you thought he was like doing I think you get that from him. I feel something. like you when you get into something, you're like all in. 
yeah, if I think about murder, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> fucking done. No, no, I think, yeah, you're right. And so anyway, so so he was very entertaining in that way. And so one day, me and my buddy are just like hanging out, playing Grand Theft Auto 3 or you know something, <laughs> nothing like that. And my dad comes home and he's like, doop a doop a doo He always doop a doop a doo you know, everywhere yeah. he went. And he's like swirling this loaf of bread in his hand. Like he's holding it by the end of the bread and he's swirling it. It's like this new piece of bread. And he is like, he just looks like he won a million dollars. He's like, slams, pops it on the counter. And me and my buddy Chris are like, what's he doing? He's like, you guys, you guys, come in here right now. So we could go in the kitchen. We're like, what's up? He's like, you have got to try this new bread. You have to try it. Oh, my God. He's like, you guys, the flavors in this bread. Wait till you try this bread. And he's so happy. And he's like opening the loop. And he's like, and he like takes the bread out and throws it on the counter. And he's slicing it up for us all night. And he takes the first bite. He's like, and he all of a sudden just kind of goes like, Right. Well, it doesn't really have any flavor, actually. Why did he think it had flavor? I don't know. I, what he was, I think it might have said something on there, like, most flavorful bread yeah. in the industry. Oh. He was just like, oh, really? Okay, here we you, go. He really fell for advertising. Oh, my gosh, did he ever. He's like, well, yeah, well it doesn't really have much flavor, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. We, a perfect customer. We laughed about that for years because he was what so... What kind of bread was it? Fu- Dude, it was just like a loaf Wheat. of Wonder Bread. Yeah. It was like white it bread. It wasn't like Wonder Bread. It was like it was, a, it was bread that was in a loaf that wasn't sliced. Oh, so it seemed fancy. So, yeah, so I'm sure to him bread. it seemed fancy. And it was bread that you could apparently spin around and smack on the counter, and it didn't do anything to the structural integrity of the bread. <laughs> yeah. That was where the flavors holding That's it where the, the flavors yeah. were in there. He yeah. was like, you guys well, have to try this, bread. as if he had tried it. <laughs> yeah. And then he yeah. takes it, and he's like, well, well, there's not much flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I have heard him talk about something <laughs> that he, he did find. out of bread? I, 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 yeah. I mean, bread is good, I guess, but like, he was so fucking happy. He was Great. so happy was like about the bread. <laughs> oh my gosh. I so those remember, are two it reminds stories. me of the turkey jerky where he just like oh, turkey perky jerky. He just went insane <laughs> over how good oh. this Costco turkey jerky was. On the was. phone in the car we were like He yeah. just talked about it for like five minutes straight. Well, you guys gotta get this perky turkey jerky. Oh it's so good. That was some turkey perky jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I think you just had it on speakerphone and we were just like <laughs> Yeah, just like cracking Oh, it was perky turkey jerky turkey perky jerky It's very perky, it's turkey jerky, it's perky <laughs> So, we don't just tell these stories on the show Oftentimes we also play board games mm-hmm. Yep um, I have a love-hate relationship with flat-out games As their first effort Calico disappointed me greatly But then they followed it up with the delightful Cascadia which Natalie and I really enjoyed. So I had been waiting patiently for their third offering to get here so I could make up my mind once and for all on whether or not I'm going to continue to patronize this publisher by continuing to give them Natalie's hard-earned money or whether or not I'm going to patronize them with Natalie's hard-earned words of condescension that she normally saves for me after a poor performance the night before. It's a sex, sex joke. joke. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, that third game finally showed up called Verdant. Is that how you say it? Verdant? Verdant? Verdant. It better not Justin be Verdant. Verdant. That sounds like Verdant. Verdant. Justin, Justin Verdanter. Verdant is Justin one of my Verdanter. favorite pictures. He's yeah. won the World Series. Yeah, Verdant. Oh, look at him go. Verdanter. Verdant. And as I read yeah. Jovely... Is he the one Upton? Yep. Oh. Yeah, Justin Verlander. And that lucky Verdantler. Verdant, yeah. Verdantler. He keep, he's winning World Series. and now Yeah, he's, he's going to get Cy Young Awards. God, what's he? Man, he wins. Yeah. Anyway, so Verdant... 
Um, as I jovially read through the rules, I was pleasantly surprised at how much movement was happening in my peninsula of masculinity and was all but poking a glory hole in the box top before Natalie came down, caught me, threatened to leave me again if I didn't stop. So after weeks of couples therapy, we finally got the game to the table and this is how it went. In Verdantlers, players are trying to score the most points by positioning houseplant cards and room cards in a five by three alternating checkboard grid like any good houseplant enthusiast. Each plant has a lighting requirement that if positioned adjacent to a room that outputs the same lighting condition, gains victory or verdancy tokens, which are these little like feng shui leaf plant things. Um, And each verdancy token on a plant will make the plant score points at the end of the game. Each room also has a certain type of plant it wants to be adjacent to, so the puzzle is trying to get plants of a similar type next to rooms that want that type that output the lighting requirements the plant needs to both maximize verdancy as well as score potential uh, scoring potential for the rooms. However, the grid you're building must be 5 by 3 so you can't just build anywhere. And that constriction eventually gets in your way as you can't do everything. On your turn, you are selecting a card as well as a token from a shared pool. This part of the game really has a Cascadia vibe. Once you select the card, you must place it somewhere in your grid, and the tokens do a variety of different things, such as doubling a multiplier on a room card to simply giving you three verdancy tokens to place on one houseplant card. Players also score points at the end of the game if they can manage to get all five houseplant and room and or room cards types in their grid by the end of the game. Uh, They also score points for how many distinct tokens that they have on their room cards. To spice the game up a bit, there are common goals you can introduce, as well as a potless plant expansion type thing. The game tells you that this is like the advanced way to play the game, but if you've ever played games before at all, include them every single time, as they maybe increase the weight from like 2.13 to 2.15. It's like an 8.15. It's really, yeah, it's like an 8.35. Okay, well, (laughs) 2.15. I don't know why they call that advanced. It's just a couple of, like, like, like common goals like okay just also try to go for right. this you know it's like it doesn't like increase the yeah, weight like crazy. sometimes when they call it advanced you're like okay well let me play the yeah base. i'm gonna play but the base like game advanced first sometimes is just a, like a normal one game. Yeah, right. like a normal yeah, game exactly yeah. um so things i liked this game has a lot to like actually it borrows a lot of what i liked from cascadia from the draft of the card and token at the beginning of your turn to these little thumbs up tokens that allow you to manipulate the cards and tokens on your turn to the way you are placing the cards next to each other in a way to score points it felt very similar while still feeling different enough that it didn't feel like a copy or a ripoff but more like another song from a band you like. You can tell it's similar, but it's not exactly the same. The funny thing about this is that they're different designers, but they still have a very similar feel. Mm -hmm. Uh, Things I didn't like. The game was good, for sure. Good game. However, I never really found myself like super enjoying the experience. The puzzle of where to place your cards was fun, and the freedom that those thumbs-up tokens gave you to mess with how you received cards and tokens was also cool. I just remember when I played Cascadia, I was like, oh, yes. This is great. This feels really good. This one did not have that output for me. There's a lot of similar ingredients in Verdant as there are in Cascadia, but something in Verdant's recipe makes the results not quite as tasty as Cascadia's. The game looks really good and can definitely stand on its own, but I think if you have the option of this or that, Cascadia is the better game. I like this better than Calico, though, if comparing all three, and it definitely fits with them uh, feeling both familiar yet different. I just know that we loved Cascadia, and we haven't really revisited that one that much, and it's probably like 30th on our list of games we want to play again, and we loved it. Right. So that one really has no or this one has no chance for us, I think. Overall, I did enjoy the game. And if you really enjoyed Calico and Cascadia, I think it's a pretty safe bet that you're also going to enjoy this. But other than the theme being kind of fun, I would never pick this over Cascadia. Um, so I don't know. I like 7.25. I don't think 7.25. Yeah, right. <laughs> so good night. Great for me. What do you think, Natalie? 
Uh, yes, I agree with the good night great rating. Um, first of all, I love, love, loved, loved, loved uh, the love. art. I love, I just really they love land. plants. I'm not a very good person at keeping plants alive but i just love them and these had just like a bunch of like house plants and it was super cute and the leaf tokens were super cute and so i really True. liked the look and the theme of this game um and i think cute i think house plants house plants yeah adorable oh sweet look cute like oh i want to oh, cuddle you let's just go way, cuddle dog. look at this yeah, fern can we cuddle please <laughs> <laughs> look at this fern <laughs> Um, rhododendron <laughs> I I think okay so I also think I liked Cascadia better um, I agree that it's like pretty it's very similar but I think the reason I like Cascadia better was because um, this was like slightly simpler than Cascadia Cascadia felt hmm. also like it was a little bit more flexible because it had like those like hex tiles so you're not just like placing like on top or next True. kind of thing you, there's no restriction you can kind of place wherever the fuck you want. Right. This one had yeah. a five by three restriction. Um, so, so it just felt like there was like kind of more choices, but I don't know. Again, I, I thought this was a good game yeah. and I agree with you. Like if you like Cascadia and Calico, I, you'll probably like this game. And I liked this game too, but I didn't, you know, play it and w- was like blown away or anything by it. I wasn't like, oh yeah, I can't wait and to And that's what it again. takes to stay in our collection. Yeah. It's, it's got to blow but us away. I, I would recommend right. it, you know. For someone yeah, who likes agreed. those games. Yeah, I think I so think, too. And especially if you like the theme. I don't know. I thought it was a, a good game. Yeah. Is, is the question when you're deciding how many light, light, medium games in that category do you need? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're going to quantify it like that, that's that's right. exactly but it. Had that, it's like, like, okay, we have games that feel similar to this, like Calico. Yeah, or not Calico, like Cascadia. Yeah. And we already don't play that. Right. Yeah. And, but and it, we like that more. And we like it more. Then yeah. Then so it then why would I have that? Exactly. Right. Yeah. So but it did have like that say, very same, that familiar yes. feeling of uh, several other games that we've played where, you know, like you have to like you said you pick the tile with the card and then you and then you put it in the best spot to maximize your points but it's gonna get like to a point where you're like you're gonna have to place it somewhere and it's not gonna get you what you want you know just like that whole song and dance but like it's still you know that's fun i like those kind of games um agreed yeah very cool so that's verd verd justin verdanter verdanter i think it's verdant yeah but i I hate the way it sounds coming out of my mouth like what is that I googled yeah. it when we played Verdancy it. Verdancy is like it's kind of like feng shui for plants. I think. Remember when I said what something was, and then Natalie googled it and then said, oh, <laughs> "Yeah, that was great." Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. um green with grass. It's like basically like of countryside. Okay, of the bright green color of lush grass. <laughs> oh, so it's like a oh, or green bright. with grass or other rich vegetation. Okay, so it's just like a surround. Like it's a an grass. adjective. Oh. Okay. I I don't like. I it. wish I don't like the way it's. I don't like the name. Hmm, that's kind of interesting yeah. that the name is an adjective. Anyway, that's for Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about another game that has a weird name that I am not Probably sure messed that up. we're saying. We, I'm pretty sure we are. So because uh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. So this game is called Oracalcum. Yes. Right. Yep. Oracalcum. No clue. <laughs> well, okay. so I looked at it and I was like, I think that's Oracalcum. Yes, but I, I just when you guessed. said it, you came in and said it, and then I don't know if it was you or Dave was like, "It's a mineral," and I was like, "That's it's exactly what it is." Yeah, or calcum. Okay. Dave looked that. Up, and I looked maybe, at the pronunciation. Is it Greek? It's some like mineral that was used that was kind of important in it might be Greek mythology or something like that. Where mm. so yes, if the mineral is called or or a calcum, this is what the game is called. Yeah. <laughs> it is spelled O R I C H A L C U M. Okay, what's the last three letters? C U M. 
No, no, the oh, sorry, I'm sorry. The final three letters. Oh yeah, it's, it spells it spells. Sorry, Raina. <laughs> I told Ryan this at just so at it's Ryan. Joe's twenty four hour game night <laughs> that I was like, you know what? I like Raina. She's a nice person. She sent me this game. I'm it's working not with Pandasaurus. I like it. And this game, of course, has the last three letters of come and your answers. <laughs> oh so now it's all ruined. And oral's kind of in there. Yeah, it's like oral. It's kind come. of oral. The whole game is like oral come. <laughs> Great. I think that's how it's pronounced. Sorry. <laughs> Luckily, she sent me two games, so I get one more at least to talk about at some point. So this game's called Aura Calcum. Okay. <laughs> now that's all you can hear. People are gonna be driving and they're yeah. like, "Well, I guess oral it's come. oral come." <laughs> oh my god! Hey, this is there. No, what is it? What is the no? Um, no press is bad press or something like that or something. Yeah, no, I'm something. <laughs> Me too, uh, dude. Me too. Like, but I think it's something we can't talk about. It, but something hilarious. Jeff did. Jeff makes me laugh like crazy on the regular just he can send me into hysterics and he did so before we started recording uh, and, and like, i didn't say this yeah. i was like dripping in sweat and really and kind of drinking started. i'm like sweating i can't yeah, take this yeah the drinking makes me warm uh, or a calcum okay take it easy <laughs> oh my god let's, let's get through this together take okay. it easy let's he said that when he looked at me games. i'm the one taking or it Natalie, come on what the fuck now i like <laughs> this game is um brought to you by pandasaurus Okay. okay, it's hot. It's brand new. Like brand new, as in you might not even be able to get it. I got it. Haha. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know when, but very very soon. Like it's. I believe it was an Essen release over there. It's coming out over here. Gotcha. You can get it very soon. So I'm not like that ahead of the game, but I am cooler than you now. Uh, <laughs> Pandasaurus. I've always thought of as just the dinosaur island people. Okay. Right? In my sure. head, I'm always like they just. They do that. Yeah, they do They've come out with some cool games. Oh, they got good lately. stuff. Yeah. They also and have good bags from Gen Con. Great bags. Yeah, they do their bags. Great are booth. amazing. They demo a bunch of stuff at Gen Con. I'm sure they do the same thing at Essen where they're just, they have like tables on tables where you can just like play their games. And that is so yeah. cool. And Don't recently they put out the I played. Mind? Are they? I think. No. Are they? Do they not do the mind? Uh, they do do the mind. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they do. They do. The yep. Don't they have the, the orange and the game. dinosaur mm-hmm. looking thing? Yeah, they got yeah. the dinosaur thing. Yeah. And so recently we played Skate Summer, which I, I really mm, enjoyed cool. so far. Um, I got this new one called Wild Style, which I haven't played yet, but I'm excited about Wild that. That's like graffitiing and... Bag of Chips. Bag of Chips is Blue Orange. This is Nacho Pile. They have pile. another one, Nacho Pile. I have Nacho Pile, which we're going to play soon. Did I play um, Nacho Pile or Bag of Chips? You, we played Bag of Chips. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the one that we'll talk about later, like on a different show called Splitter, which is Pan yeah. So, yeah, right. So I like kind of their line. I, I know that Dino Island is their heavy hitter and, and kind of their... their evergreen mm-hmm. game but i'm liking kind of i'm a pan, I'm, I'm becoming a pan i like them fan. too yeah i think that's a great publisher for sure well i was <laughs> sorry right now. Now anyway no i or let's talk about oracalcum <clears throat> let's say it faster is that better oracalcum it still ends and come god damn it which is great um and this game is designed by bruno cathala Oh, who kind of oh. used to be my boy? Yeah, he was we your don't boy. Talk about Bruno. We kind of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've read two points of my. Uh, I know. Um, so Bruno Cattell, no, no, drinking. you can no talk all you want. He used to be my boy. He's been hit or miss lately with some games. Yeah, and I don't know if it's because I've sort of gotten out of maybe his like light medium kind of rate. Yeah, games. you. I remember he, you. You made him your boy. He was your boy. Way long ago. Yeah, it was you like know? I played five tribes. I played some of the game. Like this is. Did he do Ishtar? This guy's good. Yes. Okay. And I was like, this guy's good. I like kind of what he where he's going. And this one goes back to some of the things I think he's really good at, like in Ishtar. Um, not necessarily as heavy as five tribes, but it's also designed by a guy named uh, 
Johannes Goopy. Goopy, the gooper. He's a nobody. Wait, or a calcum Goopy. Yeah. Goopy. Uh, well, well, well. I need this. Okay. Sorry. So, Aura Calcum is annoyingly advertised as a quick 4X game on, mm. on um, Board Game Geek. I, I don't like that. I'm not calling it that. I'm going to call it a tile placement area building game. Okay. I don't like, even when Tapestry called itself a 4X game, I'm like, okay, but are you? Right. Yeah. There are some, you, you put the idea in people's mind right. about 4X. And it builds buzz. So yeah. I don't want to call it a 4X game that plays in 40 minutes because you're not going to feel that. You're going to feel more tile laying, area building sort of game. Well, I think that's a good idea too because it pisses people off when yeah. they don't get I, I, that. Yeah. I don't want you to start off on the wrong foot. Yep. Um, and I read some reviews of some people who kind of were annoyed by that, and then the rating came down. So I don't want to talk about it like that. I want to talk about it as a tile placement, area building game, or a calcum. Okay. Now, players compete to get five points. That's all you need. If you get five points, five Natalie, points. you become champion of the world. That's all you need. That's um, there's some other title for what you are, but champion of the world is what you are. <laughs> Each player starts with their own giant island board. Your personal player board is humongous. Like border, I don't want to say too big, but it's like cute. You feel cool as you're building this island. They're all four unique, which I like. They're two-sided. One is an easier side. One is a harder side. I like that as well. Um, there is a market set up with some building tiles and cards on them. On your turn, what you do is you choose a card from the market, and on that card, it has an exploration tile and an action. So similar to a game I talked about a few episodes ago, Evergreen, where you're you're taking the tile and you do the, the card action. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is kind of cool. That is cool. So players take their tile. They place it on their player board. There's four different types of terrain. You know, normally desert and then mountains. and They're normal yeah, kind of forest. things. Forest. Yep. Some tiles water. have creatures on it. I think that's it. I don't know if there's water. Anyway. Um, that's one of them. Some tiles, there's like one of the spaces that you could put on your board is a volcano. And apparently creatures come out of the volcano. What? That's the exterminate part. You're getting rid of some of these creatures. Okay. Right? Okay. okay. That's sure. my last 4X reference. Um, <laughs> so some tiles you actually add to the board will give you a creature that you can fight. And then once you place your tile out, you then do the action that was on the card, which includes. Uh, you ready for it? I'm, I'm ready. Producing aura calcum. <laughs> okay. okay. Recruiting hoplomites. Hoplomites. Okay. Hoplomachus. Yeah. Sure. Hoplomachus. For battle. Recruiting soldiers for battle. Okay. Building temples and fighting creatures. So those are your actions that you can do. That sounds fun so far. Yeah. Uh, as players create these uh, these terrain tiles, if they get three like terrains, they earn the favor of this titan. And this titan actually becomes one of your temporary points and has a cool power. So the moment I have three desert, I get the desert power titan. And then if Natalie creates a three tile um, desert, she would then take the titan power from me. And it would activate and it creates these cool things where you get to do something extra or do something again. And they move kind of quite often because it's not the most. If I have seven desert tiles and Ryan makes a three set, he has like gotten the attention of the titan is what it's called. So then you would get it. Okay. Then, then if I made mine eight or I made another three, I would then take it back. Got it. So it's not just having the most. It's just so it moves kind of often, which I, I kind of liked for a sort of a quick game. Um, you get points for uh, having those things. You get points for building these temples and you can buy them with or calcum. Okay. <laughs> and play continues until in their turn, someone gets five points. So it can end. It'll end mid turn. Yeah. Okay. Boom, you get five points, you win. You don't have to finish the round. You don't have to have it at the end of the round. As soon as you get five points, boom, you win. Boom. Okay. Let's talk about my thoughts. Yes, I would love to hear this. 
I had a good time with Aura Calcum. <laughs> Why does he have Uh-oh. a face? That doesn't sound like you did. No, I'm just saying it because I don't know if, if me saying I had a good time with Aura Calcum is going to get Ryan to giggle and then say something. I don't know what game but you're even talking about. What I is it had again? a good time with Aura Calcum. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I love the production quality. It was way better than I thought it was going to be opening up the thing. It looked so good. Having this sweet, like... It looked really The cool. boards were awesome. Like, your player yeah. board was cool. That allowed the tiles. The tiles are those, like... They're kind of two circles that are smushed together, and I thought that kind of fit well and looked awesome on the board. The first player token is this like giant metal helmet coin, which That's is sweet. Cool. That's really cool. Even the points that you get are like oversized points. It could just be tokens, but the points are huge and they like slot into the top of your player board, which is nice. The um, Titans have like a circle on the bottom, which then fits into the top of your player board. So the production was like really well thought out. I love that everything was super sized, and the teach was pretty quick. Uh, it wasn't quick for us because we were like goofing around because Joe had his 24-hour thing and raised a whole bunch of money for Extra yeah, Life. Very awesome. We were on like stream. And yeah, we were on stream, so we were <laughs> chatting with people. But the teach goes goes quickly. You place your tile, you do the action. Here's what the actions do. And I think that for playing in under an hour, there was this, what I felt like in one play, a cool crescendo maybe of like, ah, this is kind of going slow, slow. And then it's like, oh boy, the game's going to be over quick. Mm-hmm. Right, like you have zero points for the first few turns, yeah. and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, Joe's got three. Oh, now Dave's got four, and I have two. Oh shit, what can I do? Like, yeah. And then you're also playing a cool game of I want to be able to go first because the game could end right now. Yeah. And Joe ended up ending it, and I'm not sure if Dave had a chance to also end it that turn, but that would have been interesting if Dave would have went first and been able to end it before his turn. Oh. So I like that kind of tension, especially toward the end, because you're. You're planning out every move. At the beginning, mm-hmm. you're kind of just placing tiles out and, and seeing how it goes. And then right. toward the end, you're Be like, careful. ooh, now kind I, of need mathing to, it out, like, I need okay, to think it. Dave could end it in two turns, so yeah. I got to do this to get yeah, this Yeah, because done. five points can just, you can go from three to five, you take a Titan and you buy one on your turn, boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. Um, don't advertise this as a 4X game. Now, I'll keep <laughs> moving on. So the quick engine, I really liked. There's these cool, one of the actions is building and you add these tiles to your board which covers up one of your terrain spots, which kind of messes up maybe if you're creating these areas. But the buildings create sometimes like all-time powers, like you get to do something extra all the time, or it gives you an extra production of your orichalcum or your soldiers, (laughs) which I liked. And there was a way that you can spend these resources to take an extra action on your turn, which for me allowed for some cool like combo-tastic sort of turns. Okay. Like watching, I like did poorly at the game but watching joe and dave go let me take this action and now i'm going to spend two of these resources to do something else and then kind of set themselves up i liked that it felt like you could be what we kind of always talk about you could be a little sneaky you could be like oh i only have three points but like i'm sitting there i'm in yeah yeah i'm sitting and i can i can just like jump and i really like like that that. i thought that was cool that sounds good it's um so i would say it's on the it's on the lighter side it's on the lighter of lighter medium in terms of like gameplay and okay. you're not going to overthink a ton too which light? I liked. I don't know. So I want to see how much it would play. Is it going to hold up after 10 plays? Is it going to feel the same of like, mm-hmm. all right, I know how to win. If I get the production of this, I can yeah. just buy these things. Or is the backside of the board, which is a little tougher to place tiles, is that going to help? It could be easily expandable with different Titan powers. You could rotate Titan powers out. I'm assuming that's all part of the success of the game. And if they want to keep... Do you think it's one um, of those games where if you've played it with people who haven't played it, you're like going to win for sure? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that anybody could sit down and do pretty well at this game, which I think is a, a plus. I like that in games. Mm-hmm. And especially if they just say, listen, you just need five points. 
And also, if you're new to games and you lose, you're not losing 100 to zero. Yeah. Like, even, I did poorly and I still got four points. Like, I got my fourth. I was well away from five, so I felt like I was even further away. But yeah. I had four points. Right. Even if I had right, three like and you had five, situation. you could be like, yeah, even Istanbul, you can be like, ooh, I was close. I got it. Right. So Or in two turns, I would have been there. Yeah, yeah. It didn't make you feel like, oh, you were way behind. Sure. Right. Um, I was. I have played games before, so I kind of knew I was like, I'm, I'm a little behind. Do you know what, you have any idea what it retails for? I want to say it's got to be forty dollars. Okay. I don't think it's going to hit the. I don't think it's a fifty dollar game because the components um, were really cool. They were really cool, and there wasn't a ton of them. So I, my guess would be like that thirty five to forty five dollar range. Cool. If we can, what's it called? It's called Oracalcum. Oracum. O r i c h a l c u m. I probably had to say that again. <laughs> All those letters shouldn't go together. I know. <laughs> I know. You found um, it. And, no, I'm just kidding. It's like know, when you, when you first read like, Teotihuacan, yeah, you're like, not, no. It's not Nobody can pronounce that ever. You're like, nope. Yeah. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. <laughs> yeah. So overall, this is cool. I'm going to play this game again at game night at some point really soon. I'd be intrigued to see how it plays at four. And <clears throat> I just kind of thought it was it was like neat. And it was better than some of the reviews that I read on Board Game Geek because, again, maybe people were disappointed by with, in my opinion, a false advertising of 4X. But it was like solid. I'm also really interested to hear how you feel about it after you've played it a few times. Yeah. You know, is it worth sticking around yeah, in your can collection? It, can it hold up for ten plays? Which is kind of what I ask for in a game. Like sure. if I if if I really love a game, can it hold up in ten plays is probably is a good measuring stick. Right. So great. Yeah. So that's anything about it. Or a calcum. Because it's, no, it's yeah. yeah, it's very new. There's, so if you're getting prices, it might be like There's no prices. Okay. It's free. Well, I mean, yeah, I think it's just not. If you are a regular listener of the show, you know that for most of the games we talk about, about, I would say, 100% of them, give or take 0%, I go through the explanation. (laughs) We used to force Natalie to explain the rules to our delight. Well, today, we do that again. Are you ready for the rules explanation of a game from Natalie? Are you? I know this is happening. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, I prepared so I don't sound like a dum dum. Dang. Let's see. Dang it. All right, he Natalie. told me he's like he's we'll like write see. it down. Take it away. Okay, so I we played Super Skill Pinball Fourcade. Four like arcade, but with a four. It's like the number four. Yeah, fourcade. Uh, this yeah. game is a roll and write game that is like a pinball machine. It comes with four different pins, which is basically like different pinball machine themes. Um, each pin has two boards, one for keeping score, and the other is the machine that like you're playing on. Is the machine called a pin? That's what they call it in the rule book. They called these Wait, each oh, pins. Actually, the actual the pinball actual machine is pin, called a, a pin? pinball machine. Like the giant thing is called a pin. I don't know, but in the rule book, the they called each called of the, the the four different. That's where games. they get. Ball I thought the pin. machine would call be called the machine. The machine part, pinball yeah, machine pinball. I thought the I thought ball thought it was, it was pinball a pinball, oh, and then it's a machine that houses the pinball. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Fucking weird. Start over. I don't like it. Okay. No. Each. So yeah, there's two boards. The scoreboard also has like the name and like a thematic picture. So like how they tell you to place it is like place like the game one that you're playing, which is like kind of um, portrait style. Yeah, portrait. And style. then the other, and then the other like scoreboard and theme thing is like landscape. Landscape. And you put it on top, so it's kind of like a pinball machine. You know how it's like I the long it. part, and then yes. it has like the mm-hmm. the top part. Yeah. Um, hamburger style hot dog style okay. yeah, yeah exactly hamburger on top yeah so it looks like a pinball machine that you like play in arcade um the game also comes with two dice and dry erase markers and then like pinball pieces that look like it's it looks like a pinball ball um it's like a half circle so it's like flat on the bottom 
but it's like a silver little ball. Yep. Anyways, um, so how the game works is you place the ball on the start marker on the board. The two dice are rolled and players simultaneously choose one of the dice and use that number to make a play. There are four different zones on each board. So when you choose where to play it, it has to be either in a zone lower than where you started, kind of like the ball is like falling down. Yeah, so the ball starts at the top. Yeah, the right. The starts at the top. Sure. Yeah, like you, like you pull back like, the thing yep, and, and it shot it, shot up, it up, and now you're starting. Yeah, yes. And it's right. Exactly. Um, or so you can put it. You put it in a lower zone than where you started, or you can stay in the same zone if you're utilizing something called the bumpers, which it just like bounces around in that same zone. Each zone has a couple features that you can play, and by play, I mean like mark off a number matching the dice that you chose. For example, if a three and a five is rolled and I choose the three, then I go to the future that I choose to play and cross off the three in that area. If there is no three or five in the area, then I can't play there. So I'd have to go down another zone and play there instead. Right. Simulating the ball dropping. Right. Okay. Some features give you points. Some give you other bonuses or like special powers. If you get to the fourth zone at the bottom, that's where the flippers are. The flippers have two different colors. So you cross off a die for one of the flippers and you kind of like sit on that flipper. And on the next turn, your ball will fly back up to the higher zones. And But you can only go to dice that match the flipper that you're on. So if you are sitting on the red flipper, you can only go to areas with red dice or white dice, which is kind of like wild. Um, the entire game, you play three rounds of pinball. So each round ends when you're no longer able to play anything or your ball falls out of the machine basically if that happens you move on the next on to the next round even if the other player is still in their current round so for example if ryan can no longer play and has to move on to round two but my ball is still in play in my round one the next die roll i'll keep playing my round one and he'll place his ball back at the start erase the spots he needs to erase yeah and then he starts his next round yep um so very likely there'll be situations where someone's game ends and the other player or players are still playing out their rounds but at the end right. of the you know when everybody's done um whoever has the most points wins there are a few other little things you can do such as nudging which is basically like changing a die to a different number but this could be risky causing a <laughs> tilt you do that in pinball tournaments yeah there's like it could be a possible consequence which could end the round immediately for you if you do that so Ryan style. You did Things great. I, you I did, did. Yeah, did you, you help killed her. That. No, no, I just sat on the couch. Not at it. I know. I'm kind of. Ba- I'm kind of bummed. Well, here's kind of wish you just did it on the I fly. I should have just interrupted you and been like, "Oh, come, come, come." <laughs> <laughs> if it was Man. pin, if it was pin, come. Yeah, pin, pin come oral cade. Ball for cum cade. <laughs> well, it helped that I learned this game. I actually learned this game, so oh, you actually, I like. That's why. Actually taught that's why I'm making her. Yeah, yeah and that's taught Ryan, so it was easier for me to like. So your our contract has changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I haven't yeah, seen the updates she, she re- in mine she yet. She renegotiated. We have to, yeah. our, our negotiations <laughs> yeah. come soon. So the things I liked in this game, uh, the game felt very thematic. It definitely feels like you're playing pinball, which kind of makes it easy to like intuit how the ball should flow. Um, Good you word, know, like intuit. other games, you might have to try to like remember like where can I go and how does it work? But it's just like, it just makes sense. It's like you're playing a pinball game um we played two games of this the beginner board and then one of the other boards the first board was really fun it had some cool things that allowed multiple balls to be played at once Mm. each turn is really quick so it moves (laughs) i expected the second board to be just like the first one but with some additional things which it was but it actually was 
more different than I expected. <laughs> okay, I just wish that sentence was like, I expected to do this, and I was right. <laughs> yeah, move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, so, like, the second one we played, it had, this, like, the whole other mini game you can play to get extra points. It had some of the same bonuses as the first board, but also some additional ones. So it's kind of like your ball went into that, like, spot, <clears throat> and then it, like, dings up on the... That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I Absolutely. <laughs> I also up. felt yeah. like there can definitely be some strategy to playing these games, especially the second board, which made me excited to explore that more. Um, and then the quickness of each turn felt like you were constantly doing something. The things I didn't like. There's definitely some randomness that can be a little frustrating. Basically, you're just like rolling dice. So if yep. you, know, you don't roll what, what you need, then you could just be... Your round can end Yeah, your fast. round can end quick. The thing that I dislike the most is how long it is. It's probably about 45 minutes long. And for what you're doing, 45 minutes is a bit too long, I think. Like I said, you're constantly rolling dice and crossing off and erasing things over and over and over and over. And to do that nonstop for 45 minutes straight makes like the end of the game, like you're just so ready for it to be over by the end is how I felt. And I mean, one round can last five minutes or it can last like 20 minutes, depending on how the dice works out. So, you know, that part, even though I thought it was really fun... Both games I played, I was at, t- at the end. I was kind of like, okay, this like needs this needs to end. Um, the other negative thing is the stupid erasers on the markers kept falling uh. off every time you try to erase, <laughs> which is like all the time. The damn thing falls off because it's too like flimsy, and so like mm. that was a little annoying. But that's kind of mm-hmm. like nitpicky. Um, overall, I think it was a really fun game. There's more depth mm. to it than you'd think for a Thanks pinball for roll and write, and I can definitely see us pulling this out over oh, a lot of other okay. roll and write games. <sighs> He's doing that because you said pull out. Oh, God, I'm balls. This, what did you think? <laughs> Natalie got it all. She, I know, Let's she did. On. She did. That, yeah, I'm very proud of you. You're, clap, you're about to clap for yourself. No. She's like, oh, yeah, I did great. Look <laughs> at me go. Pat me um, on So uh, this game is really interesting and fun. It's funny because it's very similar to a lot of other roll and rights. You basically just roll dice and cross off boxes that match what you rolled. It doesn't like do a ton fresh, right? Eventually, you trigger other effects that score you points, but it still feels... Very different than yeah, anything else. Yeah, I think else. it feels different, too. And um, what it does differently is it mimics the pinball machine, which Natalie talked about. It feels very thematic. I'm surprised to say that it does that very well. It really does sort of feel like you're playing pinball when you don't roll exactly what you need and the ball falls down to the next section, or it will ping around bumpers on its own for a couple turns before ultimately falling down to the next section, before ultimately hitting a flipper, only to get whooshed back up to the top again. It's really quite exhilarating and really fun and satisfying when you roll what you need to trigger a really cool cool scoring mechanism. I enjoy that there are four different machines to play on the base set. Uh, like Natalie said, we played a couple of them already and they feel very different from each other and not just like in a gimmicky, ultra gimmicky way. Um, I didn't like the component quality. I thought it was pretty meh. Uh, it's not a huge deal, but the boards are just kind of flimsy. The damn markers are too freaking small. It's nothing special to look at either. The artwork is just kind of like, yeah. okay. It's not going to win any beauty contests for sure. My biggest problem, though, is the same as Natalie, and it's just the game takes too long. Uh, it takes longer than you would want it to. It takes longer than you would think and than you would want it to. And it almost overstates its welcome. It doesn't. I don't like that turn of phrase, overstates its welcome, but um, that is a thing, right? And this one doesn't. I would, I would never say that I'm like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. But I would say that you do feel the, the you're like kind of like, oh, man, this is kind of, yeah. this is taking a while. Right. Like, we're only on round two. We still got a whole nother round to play. And, oh, boy. Um, and it's not, that's not that bad, right? It just, it's so long that it, it might deter us from playing it as it can take an hour to get through with just the two of us. And there's really no way to shorten it that I can see. So you just kind of have to deal with that. 
Uh, the game can also suffer from bad luck, like Natalie talked about, where one player is just out of the game due to some bad die rolls really quickly, while the other players are just going on and on and on and on and getting lucky and staying alive, mm-hmm. leaving the player that's left out to feel a bit butthurt as they're just forced to watch the players who are getting a little bit luckier. Mm-hmm. And uh, Natalie also mentioned the the marker caps falling off. That did uh, annoy me. But what also kind of annoyed me a lot was you are erasing a lot. There's a lot of... You're, there's like tons of erasing in this game, and it's not terrible, but it is a little bit. What's the word I want to use? Annoying isn't even the word. It's like one step below annoying. Tedious. Yeah, it's like, a little tedious. But, yeah, mm-hmm. especially on the the one of the other boards we played. You you play this little mini game, and you could write like a shit ton of dots, and then as soon as the mini game's over, you got to erase all of them. It's just kind of like. Okay, this is kind of annoying. And then the cat falls off, and you're like, "God damn it!" And then the marker falls out of your hand and marks the board in a way that you didn't intend. And so stuff. Those are all nitpicks, though. Yeah. Overall, I really, really like this game, just like Natalie did. So far, I've had a lot of fun playing it and getting it in, getting into the theme, which is not something I typically do. And I love the many uh, moments where good fortune hits and laughingly lamenting the times where the rolls don't go my way. I think this is a great game. I think this is great, not good. We don't use it that way. <laughs> great, I, think it's great, I think it's great. Not, it's not good. It's great. Oh, it's great. It's better than bad. It's good. <laughs> it's better than get bad. Your log. It's good. <laughs> it's log. Yeah, come and get your this log. This game is log. It's log. Yeah. This game, yeah. On a scale of good, not great to log, this is log. It's log. It's log. Yep. Yeah. What do you got, Jeff? I have a game we just played. Moments ago. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. The Trace of TB. Us. TB. Okay. The Trace of Us. The Trace of Us. What did he we say? said the trace of us it's three in Spanish. <laughs> oh, trace. Okay, I thought it was like T R A C E. Like we're tracing. He's tracing us. Yeah. He's tracing us what on a paper. Language did you take in high school? Spanish. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Only Spanish. Four years. Uh, Four years and trace. That was. She doesn't even know what road to me. Uno dos tres. Yeah. That's right. You got so. it. We played a game called Tidal Blades. Wait for it. Colon Banner Festival. That's right. Not B F. Not. But fuck. What? Oh, she's drunk, dude. What do I, I know? She's drunk. I'm never getting. <laughs> never. <laughs> and Brie is wonderful. You just oh, want Jeff to never get a game again. Thanks, Natalie. Always sabotage. I was kind of like, uh, she gonna sexualize this one? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with this one? You freak. Butt fucked it up over there. You know what it reminded me of? We're watching. What, what does butt fuck remind you of? Why don't you let us We're know? Watching. Remember when the power went out the other night? Whoa, we. Let me tell you. When the power goes out, we don't know where the things are. Ryan doesn't know where the things are, and we got some BF in it. Hey, wow. It's hard to find the hole. It's hard, it's hard to find the right hole when the power's out. It's a dark neighborhood. We got no street lights. It got dark. Woo-wee. I like space. Me. I got sucked into the black hole. <laughs> it reminded me of the modern family when Phil was talking about his dad. He's like, yeah, my dad knew all. He was so hip. He knew what everything stood for. Like, LOL was like, laugh out loud or whatever. And then he's like, BFF is best friends forever. And he was like, BJ. Blue jeans. Blue jeans. You didn't even have the punchline. <laughs> God damn it. So God damn it, Sassy from Ted Lasso. You're, you're a beat too bad. Uh, it kills the whole atmosphere. Let Jeff talk. God damn it. Title Blades. She's drunk, man. <laughs> okay. Title Blades Banner Festival. This is set in the Title Blades world. But, fuck. nope, not that one. <laughs> but, but fuck. is not a heavy-ish worker placement type of game like no. Title Blades is. It might not. It could even be themed as lots of other things. But yeah. apparently, they bought the rights or they have the rights, whatever. There is, I don't know the the, the controversy or the, the um, gossip here, but Druid City used to be teamed up with... Skybound. Skybound games to make a lot of things. And they made Title Blades together. They have recently split up 
somehow. I think it's amicable. I think yeah. it, I think they're okay. I, yeah, so I haven't heard anything negative from either side, so they just split yeah. up. So this title, this Title Blades title, got <laughs> um, taken by Druid City. So Druid City has this, and it was then also purchased and distributed by Lucky Duck. So it's Lucky Duck and Druid City Games. And what was funny is I met with Bree at Gen Con, and she told me about getting Title Blades, and they were really excited about having a little bit of the IP yeah. and kind of using it. And they bought all of these games, thousands of them. They bought Title Blades, Banner Festival from Druid City slash, what was the other one? Skybound. Skybound. They bought them <laughs> with their logos on it. So Skybound's logo is on this. Uh-huh. So they, so they spent, bought it before the split. They spent days and days taking games out of shrink. <sighs> And sticking stickers on them to cover, to cover up the up. Skybound oh games. Oh my god! Put gosh. Lucky Duck and Druid City on there. So there's like three stickers on these boxes, and that's going to be like the first print run. I'm sure the second print run will have they'll have it fine. But if you get this game soon, you like look for it. You'll find it. <laughs> they put it on great. It's not like yeah. ugly, nasty. I didn't sticker even notice. Just stuck on there. I'll show it to you. It it looks it looks fine, but you might be able to find the little sticker on there. So a little Easter egg or something. But anyway, very cool. So again, set in the Title Blaze universe. Because the art is just as beautiful oh. and the water is there and it's just as lush and gorgeous as the regular Title Blades game, um, but teeny tiny. This is actually a trick-taking game. Again, why in Title Blades? Who knows? But it's a trick-taking game. <laughs> you are trying to generate the most profit from your merchandise cards, which are the cards you're playing to win tricks or to lose tricks or yep. to medium tricks. Um <laughs> There is a circle board. Is the circle board in title? Does title blades have a circular board? No, it's like got islands? like a bunch of different boards, okay. and they're all they're all actually shaped really coolly. They have like jagged edges and stuff oh, like okay. that, and you kind of like put them together. In this jagged edge way. was like an R and B band from the like late nineties, early 2000s. Jagged edge. Wow, yeah. I never heard of them. Yeah, you you I've heard you heard some. I probably heard their songs. Jagged edge. Yeah. Jagged edge. Never heard of them. Isn't there something like jagged little pill? That's only ask Morissette. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> she heard the word jagged. Jagged. Isn't that, jagged. Isn't that, jagged. Isn't that like a rock structure? Like it yeah, could be like jagged? jagged. This thing's jagged. <laughs> this jagged so, mountain. There is a circle board. <laughs> On that circle board, it's broken up into two halves and four quadrants. The four quadrants are different colors: yellow, orange, purple, blue. That quadrant dictates which card is the highest and where you're kind of playing cards to, essentially. So the yellow section, if we're playing cards to the yellow section. The yellow cards are the highest. So a yellow one is higher than a blue nine because the, we're in the yellow section and yellow is higher. Right, yeah. Natalie? Boom. Right. Players get seven or eight <laughs> cards right. each round. You play You play three rounds. The cards are numbered from zero to nine in those four different colors. And in uh, not all trick-taking games, but you, everybody's playing their card face down. So it's not like Ryan leads a color and you have to follow. No, everyone plays it face down and then we all flip it up. We then evaluate the cards that are out and played as which one is the highest, which cards are in the middle, and which card is the lowest. If you have the highest card, you get to move your little jet ski around this board, try to complete these laps. Every time you get laps, lap dances, you get yep. to, uh, every time you go around the board once, every time you, you get, get a lap dance, to you flip get a card over, which gives you some points. So you want to keep going around those things. You, get, so you, you want to win some. <laughs> God, That's pretty good. Got it. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was a good one. Great. <laughs> and so, yeah, the more times you go around, the more points you're going to get. So you want to win. You want to win tricks. You do. Okay? Yeah. You also want to be in the middle of tricks. Mm-hmm. Because the middle cards get to add these banners to the different quadrants for area majority at the end of the round. So you want to have all the middle cards as well. It for some reason was confusing me that they kept calling them banners. Yeah. I don't know why. Like discs. Yeah, because it discs, was a disc. Right? And every time uh, I saw a banner, I'm like, what the hell is a banner? I'm yeah, like, oh, I think yeah. it means Your a disc. disc. Yeah, 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 so that was like... I don't understand the theme of like are you hanging these flag. Yeah, I don't really yeah. understand the theme either. I'm like, why is there um, even jet skis? 
Yeah, well, I think because it's like Waterworld. Yeah, but yeah, Tile Blades oh, is all like the... beachfront stuff. So maybe you're getting okay. Yeah, but what's but the like point even of the doing board, it? it like didn't look to me that much yeah. like water. Yeah, it's it's a it, the theme is just thin. yeah, it's just yeah. If you play on. the lowest card, you get to activate the power on your card. So most people don't get to do anything with their card except you know you win, you middle, but the the lowest you one win, is you middle, power, which is cool. <laughs> And uh, the the powers are all kind of what you're doing in the game. You're collecting these fruit. You're adding banners. You're moving your jet ski. It allows you to just do something even though you lost. And you get points throughout the round from collecting fruit, getting the majority at the end of the round. And you play three rounds. So you're either playing seven or eight cards three times over and over again. And that's it. There's a dummy player if you play with two or three um, to kind of get the game going because it doesn't work with two. And it wouldn't work with three. Yeah. Um, thoughts? I've played it twice. I played it once with three players, which we just played using the dummy player. And I played it once with four. And both times, I enjoyed what I was doing. This was better than I thought it was going to be. I didn't know what it would be like to play a game where you don't want to win. You don't want to win all the tricks. You almost are playing sometimes to just not win. It's not like you're always playing to win and then sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't want to. Like, I don't want mm-hmm. to win this because I'm going to move my jet ski one. And that's not worth me right. playing well, a like higher card Like, all three spots, like, could be just as good as the other ones. Yeah, you can win playing all middle cards. You can win, like, there's lots of ways to score points and to win this game, which I really liked, without just always winning the tricks or having the <laughs> highest cards. So that less like brought the randomness down of the cards that you get because the cards you got could be played in different ways like everybody is like oh i got all nines of course i'm gonna win or um when you're playing a lot of other games that's how it works but when with this one you don't want all the high cards you want some random range of randomness but the um i don't know what i was gonna say with that hmm son about bj's Probably about blue jeans, but where the randomness blue does jeans. come in, that's also where the randomness does come in is you have no idea what other people are playing. Mm-hmm. So there might be a little bit of sense of losing control of, of what you're doing. Like I don't have any control over what you guys have, what you're right. playing. Like you could be trying to win and you end up losing or something. Yeah. You just like, that's happened. Yeah. yeah. And you just flip and you go, all right, well, I got, I was trying to win. I just lost my best card. But I also think that happens in trick taking games Yeah, where I play the eight of yellow because I'm like, that's the second highest card. Oh, Ryan's got the nine. And yeah, win. so exactly. even with that, you're gonna lose some control, and so that really didn't bother me because I thought there was other ways to score and to win. And if all of a sudden your plan didn't go well in the first trick, change it for the next one because now you might want to win the second trick instead of just losing it. So I see the complaint that you might feel like you have no control over what's going on, but that didn't bother me as I was playing. I enjoyed it. I thought the art was beautiful looking at it. The, the cards were all cool. The powers are cool. And what did you guys think we played? Well, <clears throat> I have some thoughts. I really enjoy. Are you taking video? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have your phone like pointed and you're <laughs> no, like, no, I'm just messing. Um, I really liked this game. It was, I think it's almost a misnomer to call it a trick-taking game. It doesn't feel like a trick-taking game to me. Right. So Jeff talked in the rules about how if you get the highest card, you win. But they are all equal to me. The, getting the highest or the middle or the low, it all depends on what you want to do. So at the beginning of the game, my mentality was like, oh, I'm not winning many of these tricks which winning or, or is getting the, is what we're calling getting the yeah, highest, getting the highest card. Right. Yeah. But but I think it's a misnomer to call it that. Yeah, That's a right. good point because trick thing games, you take the trick. You take you the trick. You don't take anything. You you're, just 
and, get the and, benefit and of the highest. Usually in trick-taking games, the game is predicated on how many of it. Do they like, call it a trick-taking game? Yeah, it's. Well, it I mean, it, it have to be mechanically. Mechanically, yeah. I don't know what else. You, I don't know how else you would describe That's a good point. it. It's not I just like a think traditional. This is not going. Game. If you're like you're thinking of of a trick taking game, this feels nothing like a, a yeah. traditional trick taking game. Maybe hand management, I guess. But yeah, that throws it into a weird. Yeah, almost no, it like does a hand feel like trick taking, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like. Yeah, because because again, most of my gameplay in this in the time we played it, I was playing for the middle. And I considered that like, oh, I got the middle. I won. That's what I considered. Mm-hmm. And even if you win, which is what we're saying is the highest yeah. number, that doesn't even, you don't lead. The loser leads. Yeah. I guess we shouldn't call or it win. Leads, I think they call it. Lead. The loser the, is the one that gets to like yeah, move this yeah. thing. Yeah. In the the they call it on the card highest, middle, Highest, lowest. middle, low. They right. don't say like win, lose. Yeah. Like it's kind saying. of like a misnomer, I think. Uh, not Jeff's misnomer, but the game call yeah. it. I, I understand why they did it because I don't know what else you would really say. I guess hand management is something like that because again, like Jeff said, you're not, Jeff's not playing and then I don't look at what Jeff has and then make my decision. Um, and he also talked about the randomness factor and I was worried about that, but after he explained the rules about like, okay, we don't get to see each other's cards. How the hell are we going to know what they're doing? And I'm, am I going to hate that? You know, that's like the thing I didn't like about um, the game you and me always talk about. Uh, Fister, um, what the fuck's it? Barely newer. Is it Fister? Uh, the, the which one? Oh, broom service? broom service? Broom service. Yeah, that's like a, I play, you follow. And if you yeah. have it, you have to play. Right. Yeah. So like, I was worried that that was going to be a feeling where I was going to be like, oh, I'm not going to like this because we're all going to flip it over and I'm going to be like, fucked I'm every screwed time. every single time. You almost can't even... Okay, so Jeff talked about a thing where he's like, man, if I'm going to try to win or get to play the highest card here and I have the eight, oh, Ryan beat me with the nine, you know still, before you play that eight, you know in your brain there's a chance... Yeah. The nine's going to be out And it's there. not that you don't get anything. And it's not that you don't... Right. So that's, what's, mm-hmm. that's what I like the most about this game, is no matter what card you play, even if you, the result does not is not what you intended or mostly intended, the what happens is always good. Yeah. So, and, and they don't... It doesn't feel like, I have to get the middle this time. I have to. Yeah, or else I'm screwed. And if you don't, like, oh, my play is ruined. You, that doesn't happen. You don't get those feelings. Those bad feelings don't happen, or they didn't in this one. Now, it can happen because there is a an area majority component to this game, uh, which is distinctly related to playing the middle cards. Mm-hmm. And so <clears throat> that can feel like, oh, I really got to get this to happen. But if you get the highest card then you get to go around your move your boat you know your jet ski around that's usually pretty good or if you get the lowest you get to activate your card you know and that's also really good Yeah, which usually mm-hmm. gives you a little bit of the other stuff so i didn't find the randomness to be an issue at all i just found it kind of fun i felt like especially with three players now i haven't played with four but the dummy player gives you all a chance to see that card is played the dummy player's card gets played up face up so all of you before you make your decision get to see the dummy player's card and that really mattered to me i thought i felt like mm-hmm. that yeah. made the potential randomness issue even lessened a little bit more because now if i see that uh the dummy player's card based on the zone we're in is the lowest suit i can i can guarantee myself as long as i play higher than them i'm guaranteed to at least get the middle right yeah. at least and if i play one if i'm in the same color one number higher and i have that card i guarantee the middle mm-hmm. and i know for a fact what's going to happen and i really liked that because i still don't know what jeff and natalie are going to do but i know for a fact that i can Give myself a little more agency in each turn. I don't. You're not. You're gonna. You're gonna lose that in a four player game. 
Um, and I don't, but I don't know that I would really it care it as much me. when I was playing in a four player game. It didn't. Yeah. Bother me. And maybe the more I play it, it, it could bother me more because maybe in the first play, I'm just kind of playing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just, right. I'm just enjoying right. what's going on. But it didn't bother me when I was playing it because because, again, I just flip it over. and I go, ooh, I wanted the, the top, but I get the middle and now I get to put my disc here. Yeah. It never felt completely just boned over and over never over never not one th- there was a turn or two where i was like ah shit i won and it only moves me a yeah. couple spaces and it does nothing for me that's kind of a bummer. But it happens to all of us but it happens to all of us times. and it's very few and far between now i think them getting the title blades license or whatever is all about the look and appeal of the game which is gorgeous mm-hmm. if anybody knows title blades it's one of the better looking games ever uh, it's just it's very bright and vibrant and lush and gorgeous and there's just lots to look at, lots to enjoy. The component quality they have these little fruits and they're like <laughs> kind of squishy little fruits and they had those those were in uh, Tidal Blades proper or base game as well. And so I think uh, in this day and age of board games where there's just a shitload of games of every kind of mechanism, a, a good way to stand out is to have name recognition and uh, great artwork curb appeal right this game does that so what a big win for uh fucky fuck getting this <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> getting okay she said oh god she's the one that butt fucked it's a good it's it's a win for lucky duck i think getting this title be, and it will sell for them because title blades is a big name mm-hmm. and the the game looks gorgeous now if i go to the flip side of things i maybe didn't like too much the only thing i could really say in in, in against it uh would be it didn't leave me feeling excited. I wasn't like, man, that was so fun. You know, so personally for me, I don't know that it would have a place in my collection, but maybe it would because I don't really have anything like it either. That's, you I know, was there's that. Like, not I don't really, have a game like that. Yeah, there's really not yeah. much, not many games like that. I like games that take a mechanism that we're used to and kind of flip it around. Like I, it kind of like, like Cat in the Box, this is almost what I wanted Cat in the Box to be. Or Cat in the Box takes the uh, you know that mechanism and it's like does something cool to it, but it has a couple components that I was like, no, I don't like this at all. This game kind of has it flips trick taking a little bit by kind of making it not trick taking or making it so everything that you play is good, which I really like because it removes that butt hurt stuff, and so I like that about the game. And it also looks really cool. It plays really quickly, but again, it didn't leave me feeling. Like, I, I wasn't done and going like, wow, I want to play that again right now. That was really good. I was just kind of like, okay, this is good. It's better than good, not great. But it's worse than great, not good for me. <laughs> it's not log. <laughs> it's not <laughs> but, quite log. But it is better than good, not great. And I'm I'm very, I was very, I was surprised. Yeah. yeah. I was like pleasantly surprised. I had heard some negative things about this before we played it that kind of made me go like, I don't know if I want to play it. And right. I disagree with all of the complaints I heard about it. I think it's really good. What do you think, Natalie? Uh, I really like this game, too. I mean, I love... I know we kind of talk about it's like not exactly like trick-taking, but I love trick-taking games, but I especially love like the twist on them that we see in some games like when you don't necessarily want to win like Fox in the Forest and like the crew, you know? Like you're kind of like... You take the cars in your hand and you're trying to like get a certain goal with them instead of like always win the trick. And so I think that just that in games is really fun um and you know my thoughts are similar to what you guys said you know i love that i guess my favorite part of the game and the part that i found like so 
interesting and fun was just every turn making the decision mm-hmm. you know like okay i see what that dummy player has i see what i have i what zone you're in what zone you're in like constantly changes what the best and worst card is you know for Good like point. getting the highest and the lowest so that's interesting it's not like you know purple's always the highest changes you know all the time and then you're looking at the thing the power that the card does and so you're kind of deciding like okay if i play this one you know i'm hoping for this but if i get this then that works out too you know and so it it's kind of like it's just i don't know i thought it was fun and interesting to make that decision mm-hmm. um but i also enjoyed that you're never in a position where you're like oh damn it like that sucked like you're just like okay well that's not what I hope for, but cool. I, I get this, which is still going to help me. You know, and the turns are lightning fast. So like if you have a turn where you're like, <clears throat> darn, the very next turn could be like, yay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Natalie, to your point of, I also want to say that I also felt like I was making decisions with my cards. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just, if I would have just put my cards face down and just randomly just yeah. gave them up, I think I would have <clears throat> lost very badly. So I yeah. do think that there are decisions to make, even Absolutely. even when you play a card and you didn't get what you want, but oh, I still get something. You still had to, you still made a decision. Yeah. So there was some decision space there that I felt like I when I played it the twice, right. So I agree. Yeah. Um. And there, uh, what was I going to say? I forgot. It's not about sucking dick. That was it. Right. Yeah, something about that. Yeah, or a calcum. Or a calcum, but blue jeans. <laughs> but um, <laughs> blue jeans, white <laughs> <by the> face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I really enjoyed it. The only thing that I would say, I mean, honestly, I enjoyed it so much that like, I would say that I want the game. I kind of feel that you're talking me into it. Except, <laughs> I'm nervous that it's not going to be as fun with two players. I agree. That's the only like. I loved it with three. I don't know the, if I'd love yeah, it exactly. With two. I'm like, okay, well, do we buy a game that? We need at least three players a game to play, you know, because it is that fun where like if we did have three or four players and we brought it somewhere, I would always bring it, you know, I would bring it. Yeah. But why not do, you play would it we... and I'll just sit and watch? Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, with we'll should we get a game yeah. that that is only that's not that's good for really two? Fun. And would it be even good? At, for, those are the parts that I'm like not sure about. But the game that we played, I had a lot of fun playing. Totally agree. That was Title Blades Banner Festival. Banner Festival. Every year at Gen Con, I have a ton of fun going to the teeny tiny little booth that Oink yes. Games has. <laughs> it's always super crowded as people yeah, clamor to see what exactly. the new games are that they came out with that year. The this year there were a few new ones, and I came home with one of them. Order, order, uh, order, no. order, order, overload cafe, overlord, core four, <laughs> order overload cafe of stupid memory, bad feelings, and we have been <laughs> loving that one. The other one that may uh, have been more popular at Gen Con was one called Town Sixty Six which i stupidly didn't buy well we played order overload with frankie and kyle a few weeks ago and frankie loved it so much she asked for it for christmas from us and so i went out and i like found it copy yeah i want, yeah. I want yours well, she asked for that and i was like oh i don't know if we can get yeah that. it's hard to get more <laughs> games. i went to the oink games website in japan and bought it i didn't go to the website in japan i went to their website <laughs> where they flew to japan while in japan <laughs> yeah i Local went to shipping. their shipping <laughs> 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 how do you say that's almost the same logic as like spending 90 dollars and then adding a little game to yeah. get free shipping is yeah. like flying out to japan so you can get local shipping yep. <laughs> <laughs> so not paper shipping um so I, I went to the oink games website and i bought it 
And since they were going through the trouble of sending me a game all the way from Japan that I paid a lot of money for, I figured, why not grab another one? So Town 66 <laughs> came along with it, and it arrived, and we played it at Jitsu's Extra Life charity event just uh, as Jeff was playing Orakelkum. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now that I've played a few, we played a few games of this. In Town 66, players are building a 6x6 town with tiles they are pulling from a bag. The object of the game is to have the least amount of tiles in your hand when the game ends. And the game ends when all players cannot make a play legally or someone plays all of their tiles. The tiles come in six different colors and six different shapes. Uh, and there are 36 total tiles. When you play a tile, you must play it orthogonally adjacent to any other tile on the grid, which, again, must be six by six. And the game starts with the tile in like the upper left-hand corner of the grid. And so when placing tiles, you're not allowed to place a tile of the same color or the same shape in a row or column. So it's kind of like Sagrada-like in that way. Only uh, for the entire row and column instead of just adjacent like Sagrada. After you place a tile, you redraw back up to your hand size, which at the beginning of the game is four. And then after you draw back up after placing a tile, you have the option of discarding one of your tiles from your hand permanently. So then from now on, your hand size would only be three. And that's important because once the game ends, whoever has the least amount of tiles in their hand is the winner. But it's tricky because when you discard tiles, it becomes then harder and harder to make a legal placement. So the game is all about when to decide to cull your hand because the game can end very abruptly. And so if the game ends and you're left with four tiles that you can't play and the other players have less than you, you're out. So things I liked. This game was pretty fun. It's got a great little production. It comes in the standard Oink Games uh, box size, which if you guys know, it's like it's it's like its own box size. Nothing else is like this, right. <laughs> uh, other than maybe like Bandito. But there's a lot packed in that little box. It's got all the tiles, four little wooden stands to hold your hand of tiles, and it, which is cool. And it comes with a bag to put the tiles in. All that f- fits into that little Oink box. Game box, which is really cool. It's pretty great. The game is fun. Figuring out what tiles to place and whether or not to discard one on your turn was a really neat decision point after we kind of figured out how important that was. Yeah. So what I didn't like was this game felt extraordinarily random. So if we talk about Tidal Blades uh, that we just played, that game has a randomness to it where you don't have any clue what the hell your opponents are going to do. But as we talked about, it kind of didn't feel super random to me as especially in a three-player game. This one felt extraordinarily random. We only played this with two players, but each game we played, the game abruptly ended all of a sudden where one player just couldn't play anything, and since the other player could, game over, they win. It did not feel very strategic with two and just felt like the game was playing us. We would draw tiles and just hopefully be able to make a legal move. But the tension was gone because it never felt like we were making good plays to keep the game going or affecting anything in any real way. It just felt like we were drawing randomly and just hoping we could keep playing. With more players, that may be somewhat alleviated as more tiles are played before your turn comes back around. So there may be further opportunities for you to play. But there still is only 36 tiles, so that abruptness is likely going to be there regardless. I think the game here is in when to discard your hand and reading what your opponents have because you can't see their tiles exactly, but you can see what colors they have. So you could try and position yourself to play a tile such that you know that they can't play any of their tiles in those rows or columns because there are already those colors there. Overall, good game, not great. Not my favorite Oink game, but also fun and short enough that I would happily play it more. And I would like to see how it plays with more people to kind of tell if that uh, problem we had in a two-player game presents itself in a three- or sure. a four-player mm-hmm. game. What would you yeah. think, Natalie? Um, <clears throat> I, liked, I liked figuring out what to place and where a lot. Like, I found that part very fun. You know, like, 
okay, I can place this here, this here, this here. Which one is the best? Which one, you know? The Sagrada puzzle is fun. Yeah, yep. that puzzle yep. is so fun. But like you said, then it was like so jarring when it's just, all, it's just felt like you were like, every turn you're like, I can play everything I have. And then yep. suddenly the next turn you're like, I can, I can play, play nothing. nothing. And you're just like, what? You like you feel like you're on a roll, and then, and then ends, all of a sudden you're you you're it's over. it's over. Yeah, and you're just like, what? In a more multiplayer game, if Natalie couldn't play something, we would still keep going. Okay. Yeah. But you're in a two-player game, if she can't play and I can, yeah, game over, out. I win because I can play because oh, yeah, you win. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and even like the first time we played it, I remember because like you said, you pick a tile and then you could also discard a tile to mm-hmm. kind of like have less tiles. So I was just like felt like I was just easily like playing everything i wanted to and so i was like i didn't really know what i was doing so i was like i'll discard a tile that sounds great and then immediately i was like that was a mistake i'm done and then i like lost you know what i mean i'm just like what okay you know so that part was kind of strange um you know it's kind of like you're just like oh i'll do this i'll do this oh it's just like yeah that was kind of like anything no you said it right exactly right you you have a turn before the end of the game where you're like i can play every single tile you play one and then I play one and you're like, I can't play anything. Exactly. And so you're just like, <laughs> like what? Okay, it's over, I guess. But like you said, it's so short. You know, like yeah. it's not that big we of a like deal. We played like three or four times You know, it was just kind of, I didn't expect that. <laughs> when we were playing, I was just like, oh. You guys both, you both seemed underwhelmed when I turned around and I was like, how's it going? You're like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Maybe both, maybe back to back, it was like, oh, I can't play. Yeah. But like, it's also just like this like, short yeah, little game. Fun. Like, it's over. Yeah. You know, where, I don't know, it's still like interesting I'm surprised I've, it was so popular. I I am surprised too. Order overloads way better, um, but I also oh. just like you. I'm curious about it with more people. I wonder if it won't end as quickly, or you know, I don't know how. I'm just curious how it, it would but wouldn't play you out. Be out and then sitting there. Not that you're sitting there for long, but wouldn't you be out and sitting there for a few minutes? Possibly, but you. It <clears> seems. <throat> it seems like, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but it's like in in the game that. We played three. I think we played three times in a row. Yeah. Each game, like, oh, yeah, we were both like, boom, boom, tile, tile, tile. Then all of a sudden, now they couldn't play. And it's like, oh, I can play one more. The first game, I could play like another one after that. But mm-hmm. it, it's it's almost like you, the board gets to a spot because it's only 36 tiles. Yeah. You, it, to play all of them would be ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how yeah. that could ever happen. And so it feels like all of a sudden, it's going to end for everybody. Right. I don't think there's going to be one person sitting out for that long. No, me neither. But also, like, you know, like it's my turn, and then it's Ryan's turn. He plays one thing, and now it's my turn again, and I can't play anything. But like, if there's four people, Ryan plays something, someone else plays something, someone else plays something. Now maybe by then I can play something that I have. Yeah, or you your know, because they're building more the limited. board out sure. more. I don't. know. That's why I'm curious to see if it like yeah, is I'm exactly curious. the same or if it's not. <laughs> I don't know, but I sure. mean, uh, it was good, not great. Yeah, good, not great. I feel that way too. All right, Jeff, what you got, man? All right, last game from me. This is a game from the OP. Don't say it. Okay. Not gonna. Yeah. Natalie. Natalie. <laughs> I just it. mouthed it. She did. Oh, I, just, I didn't even see her I mouth. Just it. Mouthed it. I just mouthed it. Well, uh, I want to mouth it. Nobody can hear. Yeah. Nobody can hear. Nobody can, I'm nobody not can, mic'd. Nobody can hear my mouthing. Okay. <laughs> this is called Disney's Sorcerer's Arena, and then it's got a colon and it says something else. It's I'm gonna call colon. it Sorcerer's Arena or Disney's Sorcerer's Arena. Okay. Okay. This is, again, published by The Op, designed by Sean Fletcher, who is a nobody. Um, he is <laughs> he has chipped in on some Smash Up games okay. since, I don't know who first published Smash Up, but The Op seems to get a lot of games because they have a lot of IPs in terms of Disney and Marvel mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. they get 
certain, um, for example, the Codename series is CG, but Disney Codenames is uh. the op, and Marvel Codenames is the op. Smash Up uh, looks like AEG. Okay, so AEG, but there is a specific Smash Up that is the op because they have certain mm. IPs that other people don't have, right? I think that's one of their big pulls is they must, they must have, obviously have connections with people. Um, I don't, I, I'm so sorry to do this to you. Yeah. <laughs> I just pulled up Smash Up to see who the, yeah. the publisher was. There's an artist on Smash Up and the artist says <laughs> Conceptopolis. Oh, Conceptopolis. As the artist. <laughs> that must be, I wonder if that's like, like Dave that Alsop, word? Bruno Belixa, Conceptopolis, and Francisco Rico Torres. I do you remember, wasn't there a game designer Ak- artist that was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, not Akitoka. There was one that was like this college university <laughs> oh, really? game designing team and they called themselves right. something. Oh. Right. Because Akitoka is just like the, the, the crew of dudes. Okay, Conceptopolis is a, is a company. Okay. Oh, Okay. So just but it's just funny, yeah. yeah it's not someone's funny. name, yeah. right? I'm like, wow, that's what a weird name. <laughs> so this is Disney's Sorcerer's Arena. Uh, Devin and I also played with the Turning the Tides expansion. This is a uh, two-player skirmish game. Oh, it oh. can be in two teams, so you can play with four people. Um, and it uh, it poses the question: Don't you want your favorite Disney characters? To kill each other, fight! Oh, oh my and god! And this would be like they the die. Disney version of death, right? This isn't like actually dying. This is like getting knocked out. Right? <laughs> you oh, killed yeah. me. Like, There's yeah. like stars <laughs> so, circling their head. Natalie, who's your favorite Disney character? Oh man! Or Pixar? Because we got Pixar and Disney. You got one, Ryan. You have your favorite? No. I like Disney Sully character? a lot from Monsters Inc. Sully you is do? in the base game. So oh, cool! You can, yeah, you've played. Yeah, Devin really was like Sully Sully. and like beat me to a pulp with Sully because he's just like he's, he's a huge, strong he's fucking huge, strong monster. Now you got nobody. You can't name one Disney character. A goofy. Goofy. <laughs> goofy is not <laughs> in the <laughs> game. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Ryan. Mickey, Mickey is. How dare you? <laughs> no. Okay, that, that is disturbing. I don't like that. I don't like that. Stick it in Goofy. This is where I draw the line. That, yeah. <laughs> you crossed it. <laughs> Give you me the condom. Don't <laughs> 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 no, want little Mickey babies. <laughs> so no. Mickey's in this game too. You're ruining this is a game childhood. For <laughs> It's a child's game. Gonna aura calcum. Oh, man. Well, sorry, everyone. That's out. <laughs> yeah, poor this game, already came, this game. game was already in another... They sent me this a while ago, so okay. playing yeah. with house money here. <laughs> um, so the first thing you do in this game, which makes the most sense, is you get to draft your characters. You get to pick who, who you want to control. Okay. If you're playing two players, like Devin and I did, each player controls three characters. If you're playing in uh, teams of two, each player would then control two characters and would be on a team of four. Did you say who your favorite? Yeah, who were, no, who did you Disney guys character? play? Well, he, she was okay. Sully. So, Sully, well, yeah. she, he said three characters. So I played, I was Aladdin. Sweet. I was Moana. Okay. Ooh. Moana was in the Turning the Tides expansion, and then I was Mickey. Okay. Sweet. We faced off against Sully, Gaston, <laughs> and Ariel. No uh, one fucks Ariel. like Gaston. Ariel no no is first pick, like of course. So, because... I was Ariel when I was a little kid. Yeah. Love Ariel. And then he so turned Ariel into a Natalie. Like no, her first pick. There was my really? neighbor Ariel's two doors. Well, my she's na- a redhead, so my yeah, neighbor's exactly. two doors down had this giant rock in their front yard, and my mom the still jagged. makes fun of me because <laughs> I would go down there by myself and pretend I was Ariel and like, and like go up oh, on the rock. <laughs> I need like video or pictures of that because that would be hilarious <laughs> for a Patreon. That's hilarious. Um, so yeah, th- that was our our three verse three. There are I want to say seven or eight characters. Maybe ten in the base game, and then there are four in some of these expansions. Did you say this? Are they minis? 
They're acrylic standees. Standees. Sweet. Fucking awesome. Yeah, are they colored? That's cool. Yes, well, yeah, that's the, the good thing about them. Awesome. They look <laughs> you great. You can get a paint. <laughs> yeah. Paint the acrylic standee. It's like a see-through. It's just like glass. No, it's not. It's just see-through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just an outline of what they probably <laughs> would look like. <laughs> Is it colored? Yeah. <laughs> it looks awesome. If you look up pictures, that's like the I'm coolest I'm going to look thing. it up. What's yeah, it called again? Sorcerer City? Sorcerer City. No. It's called Disney Sorcerer's Arena. Okay. And then it's got like a colon and it says something else. And so Sorry, oh I looked up a joke. Can I tell a joke? Okay. Why does oh. the little, why does the little mermaid wear seashells? It's down by the seashore. Because she's too big for B shells and too small for D shells. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's Sorcerer's what's it called? Oh my god. Yeah, Sorcerer's Arena. Well, there's an apprentice on here. Yeah, it's a, well, that, a that's movie. what the colon is. Oh. Apprentice oh. something corset or something like that. Sorcerers. Right. <laughs> oh lord. Arena. <laughs> We gave her beer, and that's what happened. It's not beer. It's hard kombucha. <laughs> it's hard cum. It's hard cum. God. Oh, it's hard, hard kombucha. kombucha. People are turning this episode. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we made it. It's like it's like when Miguel Cabrera got his contract, and he's like, "All right, fuck it, check out." Yeah, it's like we got We're to a hundred. We got to hundred. I'm not gonna say that. Hundred one ruined. We're gonna get real weird with it. <laughs> real weird with it now. Good luck. One hundred one to one ninety nine. Those are cool. Go I know it. the acrylic pieces are amazing. So anyway, they do that you pick one? your characters. Each character comes with their own unique matching deck of cards. So I picked Mickey, Aladdin, and the other one. Mickey, Aladdin, and Moana. That's a good group. I took all of those Moana. cards and I shuffled them together. Oh, Smash Up style. Smash Up style. Initiative is set. Hands are drawn. The main board is this kind of ovally shaped hex things where one team starts on one side and another team starts on the other side. Like an arena. And you are going back and forth. So Mickey would go and then... Um, I would activate Mickey, and then maybe Devin activated Ariel, and then I would activate. Do you get to like just, just pick whoever you, you want. You know, you, it's already set. So okay. right at the beginning of the game, you kind of set initiative. So whoever okay. has the lowest or highest initiative gets to pick. Like this person's going first, and then it just goes back and forth. Okay, so it's already set. This is like the order, um, sort of, you know, overload. Yeah, <laughs> cafe anxiety. <laughs> you can't or get away from yeah. it. You we'll call it. So on your turn, you you activate the character. The character moves. It attacks. And then can also do very cool, unique actions with the cards if you happen to have the cards of that character in your hand at the time. So you can play, I could play an Aladdin card on Mickey's turn to attack two, or I can play a Mickey card on Mickey's turn, which then does something cool, like activates his magic broom, don't say anything. It, uh, <laughs> it, you know, Aladdin does like kind of stealing stuff and then can run away because he's quick. Like Moana sort of uh, can float around on these waves and kind of get extra movements on the waves and add these wave tiles, which is pretty neat. She's hot. And yeah. Moana's um, a child. <laughs> no, she is. Well, she's, she's like up. 14. That movie came out like 10 years ago. She grew up. <laughs> she's 24 now. <laughs> she's legal now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, it's okay to think she's hot. So now. all of this is has the goal of essentially KOing the other player's characters. Get close to them or get within range and kind of try to knock out the character. Every time you knock out a character, you get some points. And there is sort of uh, hero click style oh. base things, but they suck. And I'll get to that oh. in a second. They're not like hero clicks. And once someone gets 20 points within a round, that's then the last round. So you finish it and you total up some points at the end. And whoever has the most points wins. Okay. And I let me start by saying I love the theme, the production. It felt like. There was time taken to put 
these characters in this game for this reason. The cards were cool. It felt like I was in the Disney world where they were just killing each other. But (laughs) I felt like this is cool. This is a cool Aladdin card. This is a cool Moana card. Devil play card. And I'm like, that's a cool. Felt thematic to Sully. Yeah, it was like, yeah, Sully Sully was big and his cards were like about roaring. And Aladdin was, again, hitting things and kind of running away. Moana was on the waves. Gaston was a douchebag. It was like all this. (laughs) It kind of felt like the theme was there, which I really enjoyed. Um, I don't love two-player like skirmish games. I don't love heads up like fight, 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 I win. I don't like those kind of games, like mm-hmm. a Dice Throne or something like that. Those mm-hmm. aren't ones that jump out to me. So this isn't like one of my favorite games. I see the value in it. I think that people are going to like when they play this. If they like those type of skirmish games, um, I think this is is good. Um, there, there were some cool combos that you could make if you were kind of saving your, your cards. Because every time you get to draw a card and you get to add to your hand, um, there's another ending condition of the deck running out. As soon as your deck runs out, you're done. So every card in your deck, you can only play at most once. Okay, so like you're your life sort of, of yeah, you're sort of saving cards and be like, all right, it's Mickey's turn next. Let me save his magic broom so I can fly over there and hit somebody and do this kind of stuff. So there are some good combos. If you don't draw the cards well, you're kind of like I, I had a hand of cards and it was Aladdin's turn. I didn't have any Aladdin cards, so I was kind of doing generic actions like you just got a card to move to or to yeah. attack to, yeah. right? So you, that can be frustrating and annoying, but it's you know. It's it's a game about Aladdin fighting Gaston. Right, it's like so, a Disney game. Um, no get over one's it. thick like And no I do think like that there is no sucks a big more... I'm talking louder, so Sorry. I don't have to hear Sing Gaston. Singing about Gaston. Get his dick sucked. Sucking dick. Um, oh, he's getting it. <laughs> no, he was sucking dick. Oh, he's right. the one no one sucks a big fat fucking dick like Gaston. Yeah. <laughs> I do think... So each, each deck has also like a bunch of symbols on it, and you can spend those cards to upgrade your character. And if you pay attention to the symbols on the different... Uh, character decks, you might have a little more strategy of actually choosing hmm. who you want to pick. Like, yeah. oh, Moana gives me more blue cards. The blue card lets me upgrade Aladdin. And that's it's cool. You can synergize them together. Yeah. So you would want to yeah. pay more attention. Devin and I picked characters we liked because yeah. it was like our first game. Yeah. Like, Let's pick yeah. It. So next play, we'll probably think about maybe having How some sort of together. strategy right. of picking people instead of like, ooh, Mickey, you know, and like yeah. grabbing ooh, it. Yeah, I like Sully. So yeah. exactly. Um, the. So in terms of maybe things I didn't like, the card quality is a little weak-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, not the best. Turning the health dial was really annoying. Uh, it sits on... So not... You get red and blue, right? So you're going to have to be able to take the standees off of the health track um, because they could be... Right, they could colors, be on either right? team. Yeah. And you almost have to like pull the this little rubber ring off the bottom, turn it, and then click it back on. Oh, push it back you on. can't just click it. Yeah, you can't just turn yeah. it. Um, and it, that was annoying and led to some time of like, what health do I have? Or it like the standy fell. So that was finicky and, and bothered me as I played. I'm assuming it's probably for like price point to keep this at a, mm-hmm. probably a $35. Probably speaks to the game. card quality too. Yeah. And, and I, that is me nitpicking because, you know, I just want something that's awesome. Yeah. All more the time. Than, right. And I, so summary, I think it's a great family game. Great skirmish game uh, for younger kids, especially if you love Disney. If you don't know how to get your kid to the gaming table and you want to play something like this, yeah, buy a Disney these are game. characters that they love. Yeah, it is like, like nonstop expandable. Easily. They can just keep bringing out characters in this world and allowing you to be the Toy Story characters, or you can just be. They can bring out the Cars character. They can do anything. How many did you right? say you're in the base game? You said I like say 10? ten or so, and. 
then there's four in some of these expansions that are coming out, like the Mo- the Moano expansion, the Turning Tides had, um, like the water character, a lot of some of the water characters, and they just had another recent one out where it was like, I think Maleficent, what's her name? Yeah, Maleficent. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. in the base game, but there's like some, e- like you can be also like, like bad characters, right? Yeah. Not yeah. always the, the happy Jafar. One. So you can bring in a lot of these, you can bring in anything, and that's what's really cool about this game i think could draw an eight ten year old to the table who might yeah. not play games that could bring them in and be like you get to be these characters you love and you know i might kill them but like you can be these <laughs> you can be these people so i didn't fall in love with the game i see the value in it i see the appeal with certain groups especially disney lovers and things like that and families i'd be happy to just like rack this and play it randomly mm-hmm. uh, i'm not going to reach for it all the time because it's just not my flavor of game yeah. right um, but man you gotta taste those flavors yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't have much flavor but um, and then he I'm played it and he's like oh to, well. i'm gonna send this game to our good friend and listener peter i'm gonna send it to him because what's he's up peter nerd fest yes sir so i'm gonna send it because he was asking me a lot of questions like do my do you think my kids will like it how would, does it work with four i was like listen let me send it to you you play it Bring it back to Nerdfest. That's real nice. So yeah. hopefully he's um, hopefully maybe he falls in love with it. And either way, you have some awesome looking like acrylics. Yeah, those like, looked really cool. You could decorate. Absolutely. <laughs> they just sit on the top. Of you could paint them. You could paint them. Paint them. They're all they're unpainted. Just, they're they're just, yeah, it's just basically like tiny little windows. <laughs> tiny little <laughs> kind windows. of outlined in a way that looks like it could be a Disney character. Yeah. There's like those things you hang on the windows that you paint. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> those acrylic like, things. Yeah. yeah. Bunch yeah, it looks real, really cool. Yeah, looking at your look Instagram great. posts, and man, does it look good. Yeah. Real it does quick, look really um, good. I know this is like already like past and gone, but Uh-oh. back to Jagged Edge. I looked up their <laughs> songs because I just had yeah. to know what you they know sang. What we know them, Ryan. Know. Okay, you know that song, "Let's Get Married." Going to the chapel. No. And we're they're like, R- they're like an R&B group. They're like, <laughs> "Let's get married." The- <laughs> but what about where the party at? No, I don't think where the party at. Ryan's never been to the party. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I never got at. invited to parties. <laughs> Up in the club, where the party. Uh, you can find me in the club. And I'm no, like, that? that's fifteen. It's Curtis. Uh-huh. You would know it. You would know it. Sounds sounds familiar. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know it. <laughs> The Gamecasters are hosting a convention. Yes, NerdFest is now open to the public and admission is completely free. Simply head over to eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. There you will find all the information you need to get registered and hopefully pumped up for the con. So we would love to have you on January 13th, 14th, and 15th to play games and laugh along with us all weekend long. Once again, the website is eventcreate.com forward slash NerdFest. If you're looking to support the show, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. There are four different tiers which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast which you sometimes listen to. We have amazing patrons. Thank you so much for your support, guys. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that blank, that Jeff's had his eye on, please head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. The Gamecasters Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come hang out and engage with me in a way you never thought you had to before, but I'm sorry you do twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters 
Possibly the best way to interact with all of us, though, is via our Discord server. If you go to the Gamecasters Instagram page, you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our server. It's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis, as well as meet a bunch of like-minded, awesome people. So check out our Discord server. It's now that time of the show where Jeff asks you a question, you answer it, he reads it, we laugh, rinse, repeat, called the Instagram Inboxer. And now it's time for the Instagram Inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, 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 Natalie. <laughs> butt fucker. Oh my God. <laughs> I fucked someone's you butt? Man, if you could. Oh, wow. You. <laughs> How the turntables. Oh, the turntables. <laughs> this is a win, win, win. <laughs> win, win. So. It's from the office. I went on the world of Instagram, okay? And I asked the question, which was a question Ooh. that we get asked as board gamers, as people with problems who buy too many board games. Oh, I see. Tell me how many times that you've been asked this question. Why do you have so many games? Yeah, it's a... St- yes, why, I actually so, have been asked that question. Yeah, why do you have so many games? Or, <laughs> just walk in the basement or even and just like, why? the... Why do you have these? Especially with the attitude. Because oh, I hate them. It's the... Fucking attitude things that, that I hate. Right. That, the that derision. Gets me. The fucking derision. Like, yeah. you, you stupid. It goes hand in hand with like, You're oh, a grown up, right? Oh, you play board games? Yeah, like, aren't you an adult? Why do you have so many board games? So I asked our listeners, our community, what? Do, how do you respond to that? Yeah. How do you respond to, why do you have so many board games? <laughs> so I got answers all over the place. It's going to be good. And I asked for these answers on Friday or Saturday and is now the following Thursday. So if I missed you, I don't know. Fuck okay, off. I, I can't. I, this is so far I almost died, so we all got thrown off. This when I, so <laughs> if I miss you, I apologize in advance. Feel free to yell at me later. It's cool. Chris and Haymarket over on the Discord. Hey, why do you have so many board games? Well, why don't you go fuck yourself? <laughs> That's how he responds to that. Okay. I wonder if he actually would ever say no. Of course not. But it's really funny. To, it's always funny. A man can dream. Yeah, yeah. It's what Shelly, you wish you could say. Who is our gamer of the week? Current gamer of the week. Head into the Discord Yay, if you want to get Shelly. involved in that. Shelly's ask her a question. You will or find two. out a whole bunch of weird stuff about Shelly that you wanted to or didn't want to know. You're, we're learning a lot about yep. you. Shelly. Like if she was a bird, whose head would she poop on? <laughs> I was yep. just gonna it say was, that. It was, it was me. Yours. And yeah. if she was a dog, whose leg would she wants to live in your brain for a day. She does. She wants to be in my brain. Nothing to do with me. She doesn't even want to shit on my head or live in my brain. So it's kind of like good bad for you. Yeah. She wants nothing to there do with me. There was some things related to me. She wants me to get to Natalie. She wants me to get to Natalie. She wants, she wants, me to get, know, she wants my want, brain so she can nail everybody Natalie. Wants Natalie. <laughs> everybody does. No. God. So her answer, it. why do you have so many games? She says, the real question is, why don't you? Boom. <laughs> Turn <laughs> that shit around. And ask a, answer a question with a question. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's the best. But her real reply, she said, was board games are the most amazing hobby and modern games are also unique. We love keeping a collection of the ones that we love as we are trying new ones all the time. That's a polite way to so answer that. So I'm like, that. that's a nice way to yeah. answer that. That's probably the nicest that we've that I'm going to have. <laughs> and that's why you're the gamer of the week show. Yep. Yeah. Mason Pierce, why do you have so many games? What are you, the police? <laughs> <laughs> also in his that's arsenal, funny. he says, yeah, but I only have three pairs of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford what shoes when I buy all these games. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you need more shoes for? Well, uh, take it up Nestor with the Chief over of on the Discord sent a whole bunch of just memes 
hey, why do you have so many games? What's it to you? <laughs> <laughs> then he also that's said, like grumpy old man. <laughs> then he also said, well, I'm rich, bitch. And he ran it up, so that's a good one. <laughs> I'm rich, bitch. We have Sam, Miss French Toast, our um, 100th episode guest star and, and the original gamer of the week. Favorite. Ooh. Now people's favorite game cast. Yeah, everyone yeah, loves probably. her. So that's yep. great. Everyone Wait, loves her. Thanks, Good job, Sam. Wait. I was third, and now I'm fourth, so that's cool. <laughs> no, yeah. Sam says, I enjoy having a hobby where fun and intelligent people get to connect, so she buys games. Good. Good answer. Good also, real answer. Also Thanks. very, uh, yeah, very polite. We got a whole bunch of stuff on the actual Instagram. Okay. Okay. <laughs> now, the GameCasters account. Hey, why do you have so many games? Natalie's computer broke, so she couldn't type. <laughs> what, you That's said that? You. Yeah. Oh, because no. I was like, I... <laughs> no, the other person that runs the game catcher, you I, said I, I, I think I responded You did to respond. <laughs> NM James likes games. Responds That's you? You said this? Natalie, why do you have so many games? Because my husband has no self-control. <laughs> <laughs> that is totally true. Yep. yep. It's the only reason. Mick Dave Mick, why do you have so many games, Mick Dave Mick? Someone, probably Ryan, once told me that chicks dig board game collections. <laughs> chicks dig games. Yeah. Peter Nuclear Knight, who's been kicked off of social media many times. Why do you have so many board games? Why do you have so many baby daddies? Oh. What if it's a male? Why do you have so many babies? Okay. Yeah. Why do you have so many illegitimate children? You have as many babies as Nick Cannon. <laughs> Ooh, Nick Cannon. How many does Does he have a lot of babies? Oh, my God. Can I just tell you one real quick? I just read something yep. today that... I would also like to say that we took a break a minute ago and Natalie plays two Jagged Edge songs. Right? <laughs> yeah, two second did. break. Okay. She did. So Nick Cannon, that's this thing that he just keeps having baby after baby after baby with all these women. Isn't he that with Mariah Carey? Not anymore, but he does have two babies with her. But oh, damn. well, they're not no babies more. anymore. But he has two children with her. So they. I just read something today that was like, and it was not a joke. It was like he just announced there he was having his eleventh child with somebody, and then like a couple weeks later, he it got announced that he was having his twelfth <laughs> child with someone else. A few weeks after he was having his eleventh <laughs> child, like what? Good for him. Spread your seed, man. He's, wow, he's, yeah, his, sure his, is. His, Chicks dig a guy with a big, gigantic collection. Board game collection. <laughs> hey, Jim Gamer, why do you have so many games? Because I can't stand any of my family or friends. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, his like, friends. <laughs> I think that's a half joke, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a, he's only half kidding. Yeah. They keep him company. Hey, Swoozle, why do you have so many games? I have neither the time nor the crayons to explain this to you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's why that's good. CP Wilson, why do you have so many games? Why not? Yeah, why not? Well, why do you have so few games? Ooh, burn! Gotcha! What do you think about that? Answer that question with a question again. Caitlin, from C.P. Wilson's yeah. account, oh, yeah. says, oh. because I want to. The Crescent City okay. hippie. I just want to. I want I to. I do what I want. Fuck off. Yep. I like I'm the an adult. One. Yep. Curtis Howland. Access to bank accounts and extreme lack of willpower is why he has so many games. Yeah, you gotta be yeah. honest. <laughs> you just gotta be honest. Like Ryan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then he also said, just don't ask how many are unplayed. <laughs> right. Because the real question among gamers are, how many are unplayed? Speaking of that, there was a, in the Discord <laughs> not too long ago, there was a few people who were like, my shelf of shame is 70 games. Yeah. My shelf of shame is 95. I may do a giveaway at some point to the person who has the most unplayed games in their collection. Uh, give them one more? I'm gonna, one yes, more. give them one more game unplayed to add to their shelf of shame. We, uh, I like it, I'll, yeah. I'll trip into it. We'll okay, two. we'll send them some games. In your face. Cool. Um, <laughs> the board welder. In my face. The board welder over on Instagram. Why do you have so many games? Why do you have so many shoes, Janet? <laughs> Janet. <laughs> Why? It's true. <laughs> yep. 
Sean Reisling on Instagram. Why do you have so many Thank games? you for your patronage. What a dumb fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Homemade Soda, why do you have so many games? Because there's no 12-step program for my addiction. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I've tried. I've looked everywhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Homemade Soda also says it gives me a chance to take as many possible, take them as many possible places and not play them. <laughs> it's funny we went to Joe Jitsu's 24 hour gameathon. we walk in the room I'm like there is 7,000 games in here yes, I wonder how many of these games. are going to get a played <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. right I feel bad I'm like Joe's bringing all of these games he has to know none of this is going to get played so many of them didn't get played yeah. but it's like the possibility yeah they, right. they might I got yeah. one more from Homemade Soda why do you have so many games well they're cheaper than hookers and blow <laughs> <laughs> depending on where you go yep yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the McMeeples why do you have so many board games? They're to hide all my VHS porn tapes. <laughs> oh my VHS god! Porn. They're like hiding behind the shelves. I like boner jams. You have a better VCR? half review. Why do you have so many board games? Because sales. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. Deals. Tabletop vibes. Thinking what all we're all thinking. Why don't you have so many games? Good. Mm-hmm. Which is your problem. Good point. Yeah, you should. Three little meeples gives us a good reason. All right. To have different entertainment experiences. The same reason why most people watch different movies. Have a different experience. Yeah, that's a good point. That People had like it was not like a weird thing to have a DVD collection that or you display like, in your living room, surrounded yeah. by your TV. There's like hundreds and hundreds of them, or books or CDs. Yeah, why is games? Ugh, fuck people. <laughs> Like, no, like, literally have like, sex with literally, them. Like, I want to have sex with them as many people as possible. Yeah, why not? Oh Fun. <laughs> all right, Ando Brush <laughs> Monkey gets this question from his mother-in-law all the time. And every time he asks back, why are you obsessed with having 12 sets of rims in your basement when you only own two cars? What? <laughs> calling back at someone else's addiction. Right. She's no obsessed way. with rims? I guess yeah. so. Damn. That's weirder than board games. Date night Rim dice. Jobs. It's that or crack, so I'll take games. One of the two. It's, it's yeah. cheaper than crack. Yep. It's true. It is cheaper. Brett Spielglock. Brett Spielglock. Says you can't have too many. It's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mr. Measles says it's all McDave Mick's fault. <laughs> Thanks a lot, McDave Yeah, Mick. he's his dealer. He's his muse. Bavarian Meeple says because everyone is unique. All right. Yeah. It's cute. Why do you have so many games? Because everyone's unique. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, that's the thing that when people say, like, why do you have so many games? They're all different. Well, not... not oh, okay. He meant... Okay, I thought he the meant, games? like... No, you're right. Why the, all the games are unique? I more oh, mean I like, like like oh, everybody's got their fu- everybody's got their fucking thing. Yeah, like everyone's yeah. got their goddamn. thing. Oh, I thought thing. he meant like they're all different. That's why like, I have so many. I fucking love these goddamn things. Yeah. It's a stupid piece of fucking shit. Stupid idiot. Get back in your basement. Rogue Trout Games. Why do you have so many games? I'm seeking a higher consciousness. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm smarter than you. The diced onion. <laughs> yeah. The diced onion over on. Oh yeah. yeah. The Discord. All right. He's gonna hear this in about so forty episodes. That, <laughs> yeah. Is that what he said? Okay. Okay. Time out. This says. He messaged me and said, Instagram inbox answer. Because the only joy I have left is bathing in the tears of those I have defeated. Nice. Why so many games? And then the second message he sent me, maybe in 40 episodes I'll hear myself. <laughs> yes! He has something to look forward to. Yep. My goodness. We'll be 40 episodes beyond this joke when he hears it and laughs. Oh, man. Yep. He'll laugh in like Maybe we weeks. should make a note of it in 40 episodes. Maybe yeah. in like a couple 40 months. Episodes, Every 40 episodes we'll make a joke about Dice Onion. Over funny. on Facebook, John Kalinske says he has zero self-control. Yeah, I zero. Right. I have yep. so many games because I have zero self-control. Yep, that's Steven that's Riola like that. over on the Facebook page. So Why Steve? do you watch so many sports games? Boom. Why do you have so many X amount of clothing? Ooh, got him. I do like And clothing. then he says, Shh, worry about your own shit. 
Th- Boom. That's my point there. Yeah. yeah. Like everyone's got their fucking thing. Yeah. Mind yeah. your own business. Michael Vinoy says it's probably a mental <laughs> illness. Mind your own business. Mind your own business. <laughs> there it is. That's what mine would have been. Why do you have so many games, yeah. Jeff? Mind, mind your own, own business. business. Mind your own fucking okay. business. Peter Riggs likes to tell people that if there is an apocalypse, that they will be really happy he had all the games with no electricity. That's <laughs> good point. Exactly right. <laughs> yep. And Stephen Raiola also said, if you think he has too many board games, you should see his bourbon and whiskey collection. Oh, yeah. I bet yeah. nobody would be like, why do you have so much and bourbon and whiskey? That's what I mean. That's like a socially like acceptable, acceptable thing to have. Yeah. Just like a stupid DVD collection. <laughs> yeah. Although I had lots of DVDs too. Stupid too. DVD collection. I know at some point yeah, I took them back to like a like a play it against sports equipment. You're right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I don't have Brian memory. Lyles, which we all want to say, just says, why don't you have so many games? Yeah, why not? And Plurpy says, they're fun to play and I like having them, so shut the hell up. Shut the I hell up. I added the last part. Uh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> That's it. That's our Instagram inbox answers of why do you have so many games? I think every single one What's of those I agreed with. I, I know. I was seriously. answered in the affirmative God. to every single one of those things. I know. And this is that attitude. Yeah. Shut up. So yeah. kind of well, it's your own damn It's weird. Business. It's funny to say, like, I actually have had people say that. I know. I know. Like, a few. Why do you have so many? I've already, yeah, like, like seriously, though, like, why do you think? Like, obviously, I like playing Yeah, can you them. not Like, is there any other it? reason? <laughs> Yeah, Why do you have so many did, books? Oh, I don't know. I accidentally I like got read. them. I accidentally bought yeah. them. Like, I don't know. What the fuck <laughs> do you expect me to say, you stupid fuck? <sighs> Why don't you step dum, inside? Dum, Come on, it's dum, warm dum, in there. Dum, you think you found dum, some grass, dum, but nope, it's pubic dum, hair. Dum, you wonder why dum, there's so dum, much dum, underwear. You stepped inside a Natalie's Nook. Today on Natalie's Nook, I have a new topic for you. Do you want to hear it? Good. I'm glad we're not I doing do. the old topic. I do. Let's See, I we're going to do the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Today's topic is when is a game considered. What, what is it? I said, when is a game considered a classic? <laughs> you interrupted my topic. I'm sorry. Ooh, boy. You're like, when is a game? When is it a game? Sorry. I'm sorry. When is it a classy? <laughs> Ooh, that's one classy uh, game. Ooh, what's that game where it took Yes, when is a game considered whoa, whoa, a classy? Whoa. Classy or not classy? All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask him questions for okay. you. Okay. When is a game a classic? A classic. Is it the amount of time that passes? Is it the popularity? Is it because it's universally liked? Does it stand the test of time, or is it because it starts a trend that other games build off of? Hmm. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Oh, do we want to answer are we those allowed to questions? We speak now. Yeah. Can we talk? My God. No, I just mean like, do you no, have more? Yes. Or? No. This. That's it. Okay. You want to go? You want to What was the joke? first thing you said? Okay. Is it blank? And then let's talk about that one. Is okay. It Does it st- is it that it stands? Okay. Is it a certain amount of time that passes that would be one reason that I something is considered think a classic? That, that is a big reason. I mean, obviously, Agreed. new games can't be a classic if well, they're brand they're, new. They're, sometimes people you will like, throw oh, the term around instant classic yeah, or instant, modern, 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 okay. modern classic. Yeah. But yeah, I do think to be categorized as a classic board game, some time has have to pass. I don't know what that time is, but it can't be like Ark Nova classic. You can't no, call Ark Nova right. a classic. Ark Nova w- would be one that I could see somebody saying, I think that's a modern classic. Yeah. But that even when someone says it's a modern classic or it's an instant classic, that doesn't, I don't feel like that's really what they mean. I feel like they just mean like, this is going to be one of the better games. Yeah. yeah. Right. But a classic, I feel like, definitely has to have stood the test of time yeah. specifically. Like, that's one of the ma- major components for classicness. Should we put a timestamp on it? Is it I 10 say, years? I think it's more than 10 years. But, yeah, 10 years probably now in like, this day and age. Like, what's a game that you think is considered a classic in this hobby? Carcassonne. Carcassonne. I, that's the same one um, I thought. Is Carcassonne, that more than 10 years think, old? Yeah, Carcassonne came out in, like, Catan is Catan has, for, I yeah, like, Catan yeah. is a classic. It has to be a classic. Ticket to Ride. Uh, Those, I think... 
I think Castles of Burgundy is a cla- is a classic. At this yeah. point now, I think it I is. Think, yeah. I think I would call it a classic too. And I agree. Yeah, it definitely has to stand the test of time. If the game is really popular and then later on it just kind of fizzles out, that's definitely not a classic. Most games nowadays yeah, is I like th- that. Yeah, person. I mean, if, if it was my personal definition, I'd say even longer than 10 years. Because like even Castle of Burgundy, like, man, that's a classic. But I also, I also feel like calling it classic... It's newer than that. Like, I would almost say, like, if that is a classic, it's like just became right. A classic. Like, it's very close. <laughs> it's close, but yeah, I think t- I think time is a big it's a big component. What was the next question? Um, popularity. Yeah, absolutely. It has to. I mean, for yeah, sure. I think so too. It's like well, because otherwise, if it's not popular, then it's just a class. It's not like cl- the term classic is like a universally accepted term right mm-hmm. well right? i think something like Catan or carcassonne those are wildly you popular. say those names and like even if you haven't played them everybody knows about them everybody's heard of them everybody you know yeah you know they know what those games are because they're obviously popular and so i don't think it could be considered classic if it wasn't very yeah popular. those two words almost go hand in hand yeah you can't have one without the other right right um, and then also universally liked, obviously, has kind of goes with popular, but like, yeah, you like. I guess something can be popular, and that like, there's still like a big group who doesn't who doesn't like them. But I feel like universally like definitely needs to be in the classic category because if it's a classic, it can't be a game that people like half the population doesn't care for. Universally mm. is a hard thing to say, right? But I would mm. almost want to say like. If we're going to universally, I would almost say universally played. Yeah. Okay. Would yeah. Be something that would would have to categorize a classic. Like I, I can't categorize classic games that only that many people don't own or many people don't play, which sometimes puts in this world of like Kickstarter. When you get Kickstarters and they only have three hundred copies that get sent out, like it's hard for that game to become a classic even in ten years for how good it is and mm-hmm. for how many people like it. I think it needs to be played by a lot of people. Yeah universally liked though i don't know i mean like consider a game like cosmic encounter i would say cosmic encounter is a classic cosmic encounter came out back out in like the 70s but i don't know i mean is it universally liked there's a lot of people that don't like that game do you think that's a popular game yes okay Yes, I think it's extremely popular. Uh, a game like Can't Stop, I would also call classic. That came out in like nineteen mm-hmm. eighties, yeah, yeah. right? But um, there's a lot of people, you included, that don't like it at all. Yeah. So, uh, but play like played, right? More played, have, yeah. Have to, this That's game has true. to be a. I don't want to call it a target game, right? But it almost like the, yeah, like, the twenty year ago equivalent to a target game, where people are playing it. Like yeah. lots of people are playing like, it, experiencing. Like it or game. not, Monopoly is a classic, right? Yes, yeah, you know? stuff like Yahtzee or whatever. Yeah, Yahtzee. Those games are classic. Um, are they universally liked now? I don't know. They just have. I think. I think a, a clear indication is standing the test yeah, of time. That's probably the number. That one. seems like the number one thing to become a classic. Like a game like Cosmic Encounter has survived you know, almost 50 years, mm-hmm. right? Or uh, Can't Stop, you know, has been around for over 40 years and it's still selling. Yeah. Right. So can you, you do me a favor. Can you pull up classic. the top, like the, the Board Game Geek, like top 100? Something I always yeah. look at and we've always talked about is we look at this game and go, wow, this game came out 12 years ago and it's still number 50 or it's yeah. still something. And those are obviously staying the test of time through some of these great games that are coming out or through some of just the hot games that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Who get their fifteen minutes of burn and then go really high? The oldest kind of game in the top ten is War of the Ring Second Edition. Came out in two thousand eleven. Okay, okay, and that would be the Burgundy year, also. That's Burgundy as well. Um, the 
That is the oldest game until number 17, Castle Burgundy, which is the same okay. year. Then Brass uh, uh, initially came out in 2007, but the new right. version is what's gotten super popular. Okay. Um, God, that maybe is I don't because I don't even know if War of the Ring, if I would be like, that's no, a classic no. game. No. So why would I say Castle of Burgundy? So maybe I'm taking well, that's back what, my statement. Of that's Castle why I think Burgundy. 10 years is not I'm long taking enough. taking it back. Yeah, yeah. I think Cut it might not out. be long enough. <laughs> Cut it out. Say the batteries. Cut it out. Say the I know that like War of the Ring is. Now, 37, number 37 came out in 2002, and it's Puerto Rico. Puerto and Rico's that's pretty much that considered classic. that's I that think is. that's considered classic territory at this point. Yep. And that's why I think standing the test of time is almost the sole indicator. Power Grid just came out in 2004. Okay. Number 52, that's pretty much got classic te- uh, territory there. Number 54 is Crokinole. Crokinole is still Crokinole. number 54. Wow. I don't know yeah. if it's old enough yet. It only came out in 1800s or yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, what about Go? Those yeah. Two? Go, yeah. That, they, I don't know if, they've, if they have enough time in this. <laughs> Chess has really come back with the, like, the anal bead expansion. <laughs> True. Um, so that yeah. really have really... You know, people are really feeling that yeah, one. Yeah, they're feeling that. Yeah. One. <laughs> uh, but that's the the oldest game. Obviously, is Crokinole so far. But the other than that, it seems like Puerto Rico is the oldest game in the top 100 at 2000 in the year 2002, which is 20 years ago now. But it's the only game. Most games are about you know 2015 or newer. Right. Yeah. Okay. The, the hot is. Yeah. Yeah. The hotness. Right. Yeah. Cult of the new basically does that. Um. Well, do you think another. Another reason that something becomes a classic, or you know, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, sucks a lot of dick. Um, so like, what if there's a game that kind of like starts a trend (laughs) that other games build off of? You know, it's like the original game that did this, and then all the other games like takes a mechanic from. Yeah, like you mean like Dominion. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I think Dominion. You could call that like the classic. card dra- or um deck, uh, deck, deck building, building game yeah. but yeah. i also don't know if i would consider dominion to be classic status at this point yeah but it did something it definitely yeah right? so i think that does contribute yeah. to that or it could be like an offshoot it's, like, it's not classic it's in the like way the it can't stop it is original deck building yeah. game that was like really yeah, popular game, would, it definitely popular would that make it a classic or not really i don't know if that if that really matters for classic status. I think it's more it's more likely to become classic because of that probably because yeah. obvi- if a game was good enough or did something enough that it spawned a whole genre. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. more likely it to become classic, I would say. But yeah. I don't know that that is an inherent necessity to become to get that status. Yeah. I really think the as we've been talking about this length of time that it's been around and has it stood that test of time I those think. are like the two to me i think that's that's the only thing that feels in the sweet spot yeah. that we've been talking about everything else kind of is like eh, i don't know yeah, yeah but yeah. i mean it's a subjective term oh yeah for sure you know but are, I, there definitely are games where like you mention it and most people will be like yeah that's classic right that's a classic yeah i'd be interested to talk about it and you know, on episode 6,000 when we're at ten, like 10 years from now. <laughs> yeah, how do we feel like, about now? What game that came out 10 years? Like, <laughs> yeah. Are people going to call Castles of Burgundy War of the Ring? Are they going to call that classic in 10 years mm-hmm. yeah. when it's now 20 years old? Right. Right. It's That's that's interesting it's to tough me. tough to know. And now there's so many people getting into this hobby for even how small it is. People are still getting into this hobby. Oh, yeah. And there's, there's a lot of what, you know, Ryan has called in the past like gatekeeping, right? Like, oh, you, you need to have played these games in order to be a gamer. That isn't true anymore. So no. in 20 years, is Splendor going to be 
Uh, this Splendor is a classic. Yeah. Azul is a classic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and these are th- these are these gateway games now that brought a whole bunch of people in. Mm-hmm. Does that make it a classic? Carcassonne mm-hmm. brought a shitload of people into the hobby. For sure. So right. is that a classic because it brought people into the but hobby? But like when Carcassonne was made, there probably was not the volume of games that there are now no, coming out not, constantly. Absolutely not. You know, so back then you could maybe almost play them all. Is it harder to (laughs) get into that classic category these days because there's so much and it's so flooded? Well, yeah, I I think it will be in the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, like games coming out now that may eventually become classic classic, is that harder because there's not, there's so much. Totally. Where like Carcassonne days. Yeah, there was, it didn't have to compete with as much. Yeah, or even like Monopoly days. Like there's not that much out there that's good where. A lot of people. You're right. That's true. Standing the time, games like that I've played recently that I could see, like, man, this game is going to be classic. Is like hard to see. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, Yeah, because you could kind of see. You know, even if there's a game you love, you could still kind of see it fading out after you play it so many times. mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's It's an interesting uh, topic of discussion. Yeah, people do the same thing with movies. Like, oh, it's a classic movie. And sometimes right. when you're a classic, you just stay a classic. And yeah. now that yeah. everyone has called these things classic, maybe no one calls anything classic from here on out. Maybe nothing that comes out in, yeah. in this in this day and age of tens of thousands of games coming out of here, maybe nothing's classic yeah. anymore because of the massive volume. Yeah. yeah. It's a different time. Will something, it is. will something hold the test of time that's coming out now with just a massive wave? Like we'll, it seems like it's going to be so know, much harder knows? to do. Yeah. If you, I mean, the top 100 is probably an indicator where it's like, that stay. All, all that stuff in there is going to get replaced by yeah. what's coming so up what's, in the next yeah, 10 what's years. What's the two games yeah, that might One or two on. games might stick around for a while. And then right. people are going to look at Puerto Rico and be like, Puerto Rico's 40 years old. Right. Wow, right. it's number 105. Well, it's right. funny too because like, I don't know, I'm trying to think of like in the last several years, what is like the most popular movie I can think of? And the first one that comes to mind is something like, Avengers, you know, Infinity War or whatever that one is. And like, could you imagine that being a classic movie later on? Right. No, like, I can't. Kind of but don't, like, don't get classic stuff. Yeah. yeah. But so, like, but there's no, uh, all other movies these days are just like, yeah, TV's better. Nothing stands yeah. out. TV's better. Yeah. yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine 20 years calling Gloomhaven a classic, but it's the number one game. It's going to yeah. be the number one game for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Right. But I could imagine maybe in 30 years being like, calling a game i don't love this game but like wingspan is that a game that could that could be mm-hmm. it brought a lot of people in you could buy it at target it's a it's a mass culture yeah. sort of game who knows mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it's hard sure. to know but i do like that topic that was a good one thanks natalie <laughs> do you have anything you want to end it with natalie nope all right good fuck it for today's <laughs> game of the episode we're going to play a new game i'm calling wait in line only it's spelled w-e-i-g-h-t oh. i'm going to give you each five games here's what you have to do you got to put them in order from lightest to heaviest according to what you think their weights are oh boy. whoever gets the most I'm of them BGG. correct according to bgg okay. i mean you can't check obviously but you know what just gotta kind of go by thought okay so jeff i'm gonna give you five games natalie i'm gonna give you five games and i want you guys to try to order them from lightest to heaviest okay okay Okay. jeff here's your five here's my five all right arc nova arc nova terra mystica Oh my god. <laughs> now you ready for yours? Yeah. Planet Unknown. Mm. God, if you get if if Natalie. What? If you get like 
I'm gonna be so. Planet unknown. This is just like baby's first, yeah, <laughs> on Mars. Like baby's first thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you with a bell. <laughs> Me? He made this game. Here's what, here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you. Jeff's mine are heavier. Are heavier. Natalie's are not. Okay. So number two, Metro X. Okay. Metro Sex. Number three, the Guild of Merchant Explorers. Okay. Number four, Decorum. And number five, Turing Machine. Yeah, write that down. Can you guys put these in order? Oh, snap. From lightest to heaviest. Are we going to get some like... <clears throat> do, 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 well, there's always music going on in the background. You mean you, you want me to put you on a timer? No, eh, just, I just didn't know. <laughs> We're obviously going to be quiet for a minute. <laughs> I can regale you with more guest on stuff. <laughs> I use that Okay, while you guys are figuring this out, <clears throat> I will tell you another D, sir. That's a great idea. Wait, so we go lightest to heaviest or other Just way? go in order and we'll figure it out from there. <laughs> yeah, lightest to heaviest, yes. <laughs> or if you go heaviest to lightest, then we'll just pretend <laughs> we got it. <laughs> All right, let me see. While you guys are doing that, I will pick a D story that I think is funny. Okay, I'm going to tell the gazelle. This one's called the gazelle. This one involves my I friend Chris, one. and it's really Tony. Uh, good. Tony Little. Tony Little. Tony Little. If anybody knows Tony Little and his uh, invention <laughs> called the gazelle, the gazelle, which is basically it's basically like an elliptical. Yeah, it's an. Is basically what it's it like is. A standing. <clears throat> yeah. So. We got one of these. My dad loved all... You've heard me talk about these stories before. He loved all manner of gadgetry and, uh, you know, anything he could, like, tool around with or play with. He just loved that stuff. So when he... And and, and so if he could combine this gadgetry with also getting in shape, that'd be pretty sweet, right? So we got the gazelle, and it was in the base... And it was in our basement for years, and he never fucking use the damn thing like any everyone does with exercise equipment he never yep. fucking used it but for like a week or two he did one day <laughs> if you know the gazelle it was like an elliptical but basically your legs just like went up down yeah. up down up down okay so i have a buddy of mine over <laughs> this is so funny and he's we're, we're he's like over for the night and so he like spent the night and he slept in the basement right i slept in my bedroom he slept in the basement so my dad was on this little workout kick, and he's not going to let someone fucking sleep in the basement nope. mess up his workout plan. Oh. So at like 6 a.m. Ryan, your friends are sleeping in the basement. <laughs> at like 6 a.m., my buddy Chris, he like he's asleep, or he like wait, he's awake, but he's pretending to be asleep. He wakes up to the sound, and he's like, what the fuck is that noise? And he like lifts his head up and turns around, and there's my dad right behind him, just like, <laughs> and he locks eyes with him. And my dad just goes, Shh, it's okay, buddy. I'm just working out. Go back. Yeah, go back to sleep. Okay. What did Chris do? Go and Chris is like, but like, okay, oh, just okay. like turn around and close eyes all here. <laughs> and he told me about it after I'm like, it's the funniest goddamn thing. <laughs> Shit, but it's okay. Just go back to sleep. How are you going to fucking go back to sleep uh, when your friend's dad yeah, is gazelle so awkward. right behind your <laughs> head? If you know the gazelle, your legs went up like really oh, yeah. high. You're like, yeah. ah, like you're skiing. You're like perpendicular to the ground. Yeah. Like, wearing yeah. his workout pants. So he was, hey, I always wore the same blue sweatpants. <laughs> he had these blue tapered sweatpants with at the bottom of the ankle was like, like elastic. Um, elastic those were the they were like this fucking color blue 
like I'm trying to think of something I can compare this color, like the Carcassonne box. Oh. The original Carcassonne box blue. Like like that was his blue. sweatpants. Yeah, like a royal blue sweatpants he always wore, whether he was working, working out. <laughs> <laughs> working it. Working it. it yeah, he would just do that. All right, Jeff, you got it? Well, I have something. I know. Why don't you see if you can put these damn things in order from the okay. lightest to heaviest? I think. Okay. I, am I just going to get like a buzzer if I'm wrong? No, just tell put me them in order and I'll tell you what's okay. wrong. I think Terraforming Mars okay. is the lightest. Okay. I think Orleon is number two. Gotcha. I think Terramisca is three. Okay. Toi. Toi. Is number four. Okay. And Arc Nova is five. All right. Okay. Okay. I so, got none uh, of those right. I'm sure I got none of mine right. Hold on. Right. Let's see. I am not. Said, you said Terraforming Mars. Terraforming Mars. <laughs> was one. Orleon was two. Orleans. Terramisty. Orleans, yeah. Two. Okay. Terramisty is three. Yep. Troyes. Troyes. Four. Four. Arc Nova, five. Arc Nova, five. Okay, Natalie, why don't you tell me yours, and then I will reveal these. What do you think, Natalie? Okay. One. Okay. Metro X. Metro X, one. Okay. Two. Yep. <laughs> you don't have it? I do, but I'm just so unsure about all okay. of this. Okay, let's see. Uh, decorum. Okay. Three, touring machine. Four, okay. planet unknown. Okay. Five, guild of merchant explorers. Okay. I probably got every single one wrong. No, well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it's only confident order. about one of them. All right, here we go. So, for Jeff, number one, the lightest game of the bunch, in fact, at 3.04. These are all in the threes, by the way. Is Orleon. Damn. Oh. Okay. Number two at 3.25 is Terraforming Mark. So you just, you Damn, just flip flop those. You just flip flop those. Number three. I had that written down. I drew a line. Did you really? And then you switched Aww. them. Oh, I switched them. Number three at 3.46 is Twa, which you had as number four. So you're getting okay. close. Number four at 3.7 is Arc Nova. And the heaviest of the bunch at 3.97 is Terra Mystica at number five. 3.97. 3.97. I disagree, but okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Natalie, number yeah. one is at 1.78 Metro X. Which That's you the correct, only one I felt confident about. <laughs> number two at 1.91 is Decorum, which you also got correct. Oh, wow. Number three at 2.12 is the Guild of Merchant Explorers, which you said was the heaviest. <laughs> I don't know. Number three all the same. at 2.25 is Planet Unknown, which has never four. Touring Machine is the heaviest? And the heaviest game at 2.57 is Touring Machine. Really? Which had number three. That is not that heavy. Well, it's... all of those were not that heavy. I mean, yeah, I know. You know, but... you went from 1.78 to 2.57. I'm sorry, but And like... same with Jeff. He went from 3.04 to 3.97, so not even a whole digit. Yeah. You know, they're Touring top. Touring Machine seems a lot simpler than that. Well, for some it's people. It's hard on your brain. You've also yeah. played the easy ones. Maybe true. Once you get to the true. true. But also, it, people don't, people's brains don't all work the same way yeah. for that stuff. That's kind of a oh, difficult puzzle. So I even kind of felt. <laughs> all the letters. I was like <laughs> nervous about putting decorum as two because I was like, I was like, that's actually kind of hard sometimes. For sure. I'm just working out. I, it's okay. Go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Look, look at me. Look at me. <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> It's going to be okay. So that was Wait in Line, the first and probably last time we'll ever do that game. Wait but that's okay. Line. I can't all be winners. For today's top five of the episode, we're going to talk about games we have cooled on, that we were hot on before. Jeff came up with this one many, many moons ago. We kind of forgot to get yeah. around to it. Now we're getting around to it. It's going to be great. So we're going to go uh, Natalie, Je uh, me, and then end with Jeff for this one. So Natalie, why don't you tell me your number five game that you were hot on. You were like, oh man, this game's great. And, then, hot, hot, hot. and now you kind of cooled on it. Okay. Over, the, over the years or however long. Okay. Um, attraction. Okay. 
Uh, for me, never. Uh, no, this is a game where like we did play the shit. It's a really out of this simple game. game. We played the Ryan played it with Richard Lanius. Assassin Ted Lasso. He got it. Nice. He totally got it. <laughs> no, it's a game we played a lot, and it was like super fun. But like, I don't know for some reason, I just have zero interest in ever playing it again. Like Ryan's always like, "Let's play this, oh, bring wow. this," and I'm just like, eh. Is it because she's jealous? Man. I think it's because of the is it really the Richard Lanius thing? No, that comes yeah, it's you're, okay. not, you're not Richard Lanius. So I mean, it's not. Nah, I mean, I don't compare you two. When it I'm was like it, right? I know it's just yeah. like throwing some magnets <laughs> at each other, which for some reason it, early on it was like this is so fun, and now I'm just like oh, this is yeah, you've fun. cooled. It was <laughs> yeah, and now you've yep, cooled on it. I understand. That's the name. The Number point. five for me is the reason the entire reason I have a TV in my gaming room, and I was so hot on this game. It was. In my top ten for years, number like in my time, I might have been in my top five. I loved it so much. It was Mansions of Madness Second Edition. Yeah, it is now out of my collection completely. Oh, bye. I had and the TV we gone. <laughs> <laughs> with it. Yep. Here you got this is this is, nece- this is necessary for it. Um, I played the absolute living shit out of this game. Played like all the scenarios for the base game. I had like a bunch of expansions for it. Played a bunch of them, and then after a while, it just kind of I don't know. I just we just moved beyond it. I guess. Yeah. You know, um, it was kind of replaced for me by Forgotten Waters. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jeff, what is your number five? So these are all games that no one's saying that these games are bad. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. I actually like a few of the games on my list. Again, just cooling. Like, I'm not reaching for them like I right. want to. They're not Like, sizzling. I still play them, but mm-hmm. I'm not as excited as I once was. Yeah. My number five is a game that kind of got me into the hobby and even into my, like, favorite mechanism of worker placement, which is Lords of Waterdeep. Um, yeah. I will play that game whenever it comes out. I will play it with like Dave loves it and he picks it and I'm like cool. I'm I'm into it, but like I just never feel myself wanting to reach for it at game night anymore. Yeah, and because I you know I've been in the hobby for a while and like you said, it just kind of move beyond there's other worker placement games i want to play sure. there's other kind of things and and it was great in its time yeah when you when and it, i'm never getting rid of it it's, yeah. it's gonna stay in my collection i got those cool upgraded little tiny mini things but i had a great day I had, yeah. I had its, and now i'm just it's day. like there i look at it i'm like thanks yeah thanks for the yeah. time thanks yeah you really times. you really yeah. did your L-O-W-D. what you were intended to do <laughs> lords of water deep <laughs> loud, loud. <laughs> natalie what was your number four Okay, don't be mad at me. But Why? my number four I love when it starts out like that. is yeah. The Mind. Why am I mad? I wouldn't be mad at you. So that's one of those God games where no. like... What the fuck? We were like had some of the greatest times ever yeah. playing that game. But like I literally will ever only want to play it with the four people that yes. we played it with. And Agreed. so because of that, I just don't really care to play it I, unless yeah, it's I, in that totally exact right. scenario. I think that is a, a good answer. The four of us meaning... Uh, Natalie, Jeff, Dave, Donkey Kong, and I is I agree. That's like the only group that I like. If we're four of us together, it's like we we got to play the mind, right? Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's kind of like eh, okay, yeah, it's fun, right? Uh, that's a good pick, actually. Number four for me is another one, kind of like Natalie's attraction that we played like fucking crazy <laughs> when it first came out at conifer game night which is the work game that we do i feel like this is like i'd be like okay guys we're gonna sit down and we're gonna play happy salmon mm-hmm. we're gonna play happy salmon a thousand times in a row and it is the most fun raucous good time ever and i don't i i, I ever i never think to play this game anymore ever and i'm fine with that and it's i i honestly feel the way about this list kind of jeff made me feel about it a second ago where we he's talking about lords of Waterdeep. 
these were great games in their day. I was really happy. Like, Happy Salmon was awesome that it came out so much, and I was really excited about it, and I've kind of moved beyond it, and yeah. now yeah, I'm happy with that, too. Thank yeah. you for giving me the moments. Thank you for those moments, Happy Thank Salmon. I agree with I agree with the Happy Salmon one. I used to introduce that to my students all the time, yeah. yeah. and I've actually moved the, the game that has almost replaced that in how I introduce some games is Taco Cat Go Cheese Pizza. Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just as silly. It's just as yep. raucous, but it's less... But it's new and fresh. Yeah, and, it's new and fresh. Yeah. Um, you know, in comparison, and you don't have to other, smack like, each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my number four rings. is a game that I loved, and uh, but again, just don't feel like as it's sizzling as I want it to be. Dead of Winter. Yeah, I really like that game. Played one. through a lot of the the scenarios, and just don't see myself grabbing it as much anymore, or wanting the urge to to grab it. But again, mm-hmm. I I like it. I like the whole secret trader thing. I mm-hmm. thought. You know, I, I don't know if I played a game like that before. Mm-hmm. It was always the game that was like, I, I never really liked Zombicide much. This was like the zombie game that I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Cool zombies. And zombies themselves, as a theme, as a uh, pop culture thing, has sort of fizzled. It has. A little bit. That was yeah. the also thing. Also fizzled my love for Dead of Winter sure. a wee bit. Yeah. Right. Thanks for the times. Dead Thanks for the times. D-O-W. All right. Now that's number three. Dow. Dow. Yeah. <laughs> Loud, loud and dow. Dow, ow, loud. Okay, again, don't be mad <laughs> at me. <laughs> I'm mad again. Uh, hey, that's me. I was scared to tell you about this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is going in 200. This is going in episode 200. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nelly, what's <laughs> God damn it, that's funny. All right, we're... Um, Okay, my number three is Forgotten Waters. Oh, fuck me. Oh, man. Oh, replace Ryan's with Mansions of Madness. Replace it. I'd rather play Mansions of Madness. So, this is okay. Here's what I want to clarify I like Forgotten Waters, and I would play Forgotten Waters. But am I going to be super pumped to play it? Nah. I feel like the last two times we played it, it just like went on forever. And that's the one problem with it. And it it was like, you know, it just was kind of like a, ah, all right. Like, it just seems, uh, it seems like a, I don't know, it just seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. And to get the same people together, and I don't know, it's just kind of, it made me cool on it because of oh all of boy. this stuff. To oh, like, don't hate me. Jeff, you married us. Can you divorce us too? <laughs> yes. Number Natalie, three. Do you, <laughs> do you no longer Ryan take Ryan <laughs> as your husband in arms? I don't even know how to answer that. Does yes mean yes? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You say yes. Okay. No, yeah. You're done. When you say mine, say, will cut. you take her from? Bo- okay. Oh, yeah. Number three for me is a game. I'm kind of surprised about this one. Um, I was really excited about it when we played it at Gen Con last year. I think it was last year, not this recent year. I think it was last year. And I felt like I'm like this is going to be our new two player game. This is all we're going to play when it's just two of us. And we did for a while. We played it probably five or six times. Uh, like right away, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is so good." And for some for some reason, we just kind of haven't been back to it. And that's Land vs. Sea. Yeah, you know, uh, really, really, really enjoyed it when it first came out. We even played it on uh, stream. That was a really fun play, and in the team game that yeah, we that did, right? Great. That was really fun. But yeah, I just kind of cooled on it when when we when we're alone with two players now. We just reach for our, the I old standbys like Codenames that. Duet and stuff yep. like that. And yeah, so I've I've just cooled on it a little bit. 
I still like it. It's still a, real, I think it's right, a really good yeah. game. It's not that Same, I don't think it's good. I'm just reason, not. The yeah, excitement level has, is gone. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Jeff, what about you? What's your number three? That'll lead in my number three of code names. Ah, perfect. I don't know if I have an interest to play code names a ton anymore. Yeah. I think there are party games that have replaced that, like mm-hmm. Just One, like So Clover, mm-hmm. um, Green Team Wins. I think there's. It's it's amazing. I know code names is amazing. It's still like. I don't want to say one of my favorites, but it's like it's a great game, yeah. and I would play it a lot. But I'm not I'm not reaching for it. I've cooled on on that. I'm gonna play five other party games, five other team games before I think I grab Code Names anymore. Yeah, sure. Code Names Duet I thought might have sparked the Rekindled interest back it. again. Devin and I played a few times, and we haven't gone back to it. Yeah, for various reasons, school and this things like that yep. happening. We had another kid, all that kind of stuff. But sure, um, that'll do it. So yeah, that cooled it. <laughs> For me, code. Names. I feel like gotcha. I feel the same for regular code names. Yeah. I mean, code names duet. We actually just played that like last week. Yeah, but, but I agree. That, that was but regular code I names. Agree. I don't see us ever like bringing that because right, there's all these other games. People, right? It's kind of like we we're just said, not as excited about it in comparison to the yeah. newer party games that have come. Yeah, out. Yeah, I think we talked about it last episode, episode 100 about the party games where the it's baton. like handing the baton. Yeah, it hands the baton over. Like you kind of like trying to find the next best one because those ones don't you kind of get a little burnt out because well, yeah they, they're conducive to playing them a ton right and then when a new one comes out it's fresh and they're usually they're always like the same kind of kind of fun you right. know they, yeah. they itch the same they scratch the same itch yeah uh natalie what is your number two are we at number two yeah number two? number two my number two is um rolling realms that's a game when oh. we first played that i was like yeah this is awesome. I, I like agree. really liked it. And then I feel like every subsequent play was like less and less and less yeah. exciting. And now it's like, eh, I don't really care about it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with you. I get that. I like it. I still like it. I know. I like yeah. it too. I'm with you. I'm not like, because we just got three new realms. Yeah. When you said that, I, when you were like, oh, we got these. And I'm like, you're like, no, oh. we have to play it now. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't really care about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, number two for me is an Oink game that I was so excited about again last year. Played it a bunch. It even kind of replaced some games uh, for me personally, like Chaosmos and Galaxy Trucker. And that's Nine Tiles oh. Panic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's a good one. I loved that game. Man, that was so much fun. We played it a bunch. Yeah, we like never yeah. played And that I out. never, yeah, we never played I that I wanted to play Chaosmos more recently. If I made this list a few, like a handful of months ago, I might have put Chaosmos on it. But for some reason, that's like jumped out at me recently. Yeah, you've like, just oh, been wanting back. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd actually put that on this list. What, Chaosmos? Chaosmos, yeah. you Yeah, because you've cooled on it. Yeah. yeah. I know, interesting. Uh, that's my number two. Jeff, what about you? My number two are all the Azuls. Good. Oh, um, yeah. You know, I you played the I, newest one. No, and that's, we have that it. But yeah, kind of made me put this on my list was that I didn't have an interest in getting that one. Mm-hmm. Where I had an interest in getting number two and number three. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. And we even had like an Azul Knight right. maybe the year played or two ago when the yeah. third one came out, and that was really fun to play all three of them back to back to back. Yeah. But I just don't have that interest anymore. And the fourth one didn't. You know, maybe it does something really new, but I just don't feel like I. Yeah, you were just like, yeah, okay, move on from Azul. The Azuls are my number two. Cool. Thanks. All right, here we go. Number one. Number, number one. one. Don't be mad at me. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> okay, so number one, I kind of did what Jeff did. I kind of I put crime games. Okay. So it's not popular anymore. It's not popular anymore. <laughs> crime was. Popular. It was popular for it's a funny while. Funny because like it's not it, there was a while where I'm I'm like any crime game, no matter what it is, I want it. I want to play it. Yeah. And sure. I mm-hmm. still really like all those crime games, but for some reason, like that is not like if I see a crime game, I'm like, eh, whatever. 
like I'm not like I have to play that where right? that's how yeah. I felt before. Yeah. So in that way I feel like I've cooled on just like that genre in general. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We ain't mad at you, girl. Nope. <laughs> Number one for me, I'm disappointed in myself that I'm cooled with this game. Because oh. this when I played this with Jeff and Dave, Donkey Kong number of number of years ago at michigan for the first time i was like this might this has a chance to be my favorite game of all time and every single time i've played it after that i'm like this game is so fucking awesome i love it so much it's so great i want to always be playing it i love it more than anything and then the last like two years i see it on my shelf i never think to pull it out and that's letters from Whitechapel. i this game was the cat and mouse game to end all cat and mouse games for me. It was. I it loved Fury of Dracula, but moment. it was so much better in yeah. a streamlined way. Um, I don't want to say mind management has not replaced it for me because I still don't think I'll ever get rid of this game. Right. But I just for some reason, it's just completely off my radar altogether. Even so when I look at it, I'm like, one. yeah, I just don't really want to play it in it yeah. as much, you know. But man, in its day... God, that so game was awesome. so, so great. That game made me sweat more than any game I've ever played. <laughs> yeah. You sit there and you're just like, oh, my God, they know where I'm at. Oh, oh, they know exactly where I'm at. Oh, yeah, go that way, idiots. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. they're not idiots anymore. They figured it out. Oh, yeah, go that way, stupid. <laughs> oh, no. You just go back this roller coaster. Oh, they're not stupid anymore. Oh, God, they're dumb again. Yeah, there's been games where I've played of that. I love being the cat in that game. And there's been games of that where I'm like, it's... We've played like 10 turns in a row. We, we haven't found one fucking clue. We have not found the trail. We're Ooh, man, and then you fucked. Find, and then you get one. that one and you're yes. like, there's a chance. We when you get two this. and you're like, okay, I know he was probably at these spots yeah. 10 turns ago, but still, still, like we did it. And then man, what a cool feeling that is. But yeah, for whatever reason, that's just, I've, I've cooled down a lot. What about you, Jeff? Here it is. My number one, not in maybe the same vein as Natalie's, I'm going to say that the exit and unlocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Escape always, room games. I've always wanted them right away. Mm-hmm. Cool. The new one's out and I would get it play it, send it to somebody. And now I just feel like, I'm like, oh, there's a new set out. And I'm like, yeah. uh, like I don't need it. I'm <laughs> yeah. over it now. Because um, I do, and, and part of this might be because I'd rather play Chronicles of Crime or I'd rather play another Does one. that extend to escape rooms, uh, physical escape rooms too? I still want to do physical escape rooms. You do? I think partly that died down because of COVID and we couldn't do stuff like that. Yeah. But I've been wanting to like, especially like with the four of us. The four of us would be yeah. great. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, would love I, to do that I had a good time in our one that we did at Gen Con. And mm. that kind of rekindled the, the fire. Yeah. Bit, yeah. Okay. So just the escape room board game stuff. Yeah. The escape room game. Specifically those two maybe because they're yeah. same mechanically. Right. You know, you've seen it before. And they are great. Right. When you play them, you're like, these are just good. Like how cool are they to figure out these puzzles and to do that? Um, but I have a lot of Chronicles of Crime to play through. I have that new detective. I got the Batman detective. I have mm-hmm. the Cold War one. So I have those that I would almost rather, if I'm going to spend an hour, hour and a half playing an escape room game, I'd rather do the crime. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just, yeah. Man, a cool yeah. list would be something like that where like when Exit and Unlock first came out, what was like that? I know nothing. Oh my it was like gosh. So, it was and we were just like, give it all yeah. to me. Yeah. Give Everyone me everything. Every, I want to play every single one. What other games? have come out like like that, that did that to us. That could be an interesting discussion at some point for an yeah. uh, episode in the future. 102. Do you guys have any um, honorable mentions? Not really, no. I had, um, I had specifically, I had, I had Sherlock <laughs> as a specific one of like, yeah. I, playing Sherlock Holmes isn't one that's, because there's other ones I want to play. I put Kemet on there. Yeah. Um, I really want to play Kemet. Like, I want someone else to pick Kemet. Yeah. On game night. Sure. And then I had Sagrada as well as one that I'm kind oh, of... Oh, really? You're cooling on that? Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't want 
it, it kind of falls in that Azul category. Yeah. There's some yeah, games I'd rather that. play, rather pick on game night. Sure. Even like Guild of the Merchant Explorers is just not not that they're in the same category, but a similar weight that I'm going to pull. Yeah, I want more that every yeah. time. These other ones. Sure. Right. So. For me, I have Santorini. I loved the you did fuck love out of that like game. It was like a chessy feel. Yeah, right? it gave me that chess feel. There was all these different powers you could utilize, and it just had this really cool way of it ending. And then I was just kind of like, eh, okay. Yeah. Well, it was good for a while. Also, um, <clears throat> Cascadia. I, yeah. When we first okay. came, I mean, we played that at the beginning. I was like, this is so great. How great is it? And it won the spiel, and I was like, fuck yeah, deserve to win that shit. And that's like, oh, okay, never really want to play. <laughs> Anachrony is a similar, another one. Okay. Oh, yeah. Played that uh, three three or four times now. And again, the first couple times, I was like, this is one game. of the best games I've ever played. And yeah. it's so good. And then Natalie and I played it, and I was kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, I played <laughs> it a few times. That's about it. Nothing, Natalie, for you? You don't have any honorable mentions? Nah. <laughs> nah. Well, fuck it then. I mean, fuck I could it. come up with some, like Kingsburg. Honestly, okay. I have one and I didn't want to say it, but I'll say just it. Just say it. You just love oh God. potentially making us mad. Okay, one that I thought of was kites. Alrighty. I almost spit my water out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that game like it was it is so fun, but I feel like almost like if you play with a group that kind of figured it out, then it's not as fun. It can be a game that can burn Like you almost quick. like figured it out, you know, like, oh, this is how you like beat this game. Yeah. Totally. And now it's like not as fun for It me. also part of it was the novelty. Yeah. I was playing it at Gen Con that added some of it to it. You know, yeah. it was really exciting when, you know, we're at that restaurant and then we see the measles and then yeah. we're like, let's play it right here. Like that we'll added five to... times. <laughs> yeah. And... yeah, I played it five. Exactly. Yeah. Playing it five times with Ben and M and winning on that last time. You're yeah, right. Cool. But that also has the same, a similar thing where it's a game that you play over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're kind of like, okay, like, let's, uh, yeah. like, let's go somewhere you, else. Yeah. yeah. We've done that before. There's not a ton, you know, to go back to, but it's cool that we experienced it. At yes, least, I really you know. enjoyed it. Good. But, yeah. Well, good. <laughs> so that's going to do it for us tonight, everybody. If you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at GameCasters or at MadBoardGamer. Both of those accounts service the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search GameCasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at thegamecasterspodcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, we'd love it if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. We've also got a Patreon. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash thegamecasters. There's also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different GameCasters, Mad Board Gamer, Gateway Gear. So head on over to thegatewaynetwork.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash GameCasters. So for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I'm Ryan, and you have been listening to The GameCasters. Good night, everybody. Oh my god. Are those real? Yes. yes my hiccups are insane. Record this. How is this not? I, ju- I just turned it on. I just started turning Did it on. You're, you're, I, I was going to say, I'm like, I'll bet Jeff is in the bathroom. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I turned sure it Woo! Woo! Go oh they're gone. They're gone. The second Woo. I turned the recording on. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> <That> was <good. laughs> it's such a weird hiccup. It is. Usually people are like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's how I've always been. <laughs> People think I'm like doing it at first. <laughs> 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 That's great. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, you just did the audio spike when that happened. <laughs> Stop it, damn it. Talking. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Knock it off, Natalie. Stop it. Cut it the fuck out. What's wrong with you? I can't help it. Stop making me stupid bitch. <laughs> Stop it, you stupid bitch. What's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> you'd, you'd like that better than stop hiccuping, you stupid wench. You stupid wench. Yeah. <laughs> I think if she stopped talking, she still would hiccup. Oh, she would. You'd oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah stop talking for a second. That's what happens. Okay. <sighs> You're, no noise. What? Oh, that wasn't bad. That wasn't one. That was a normal person hiccup. <laughs> exactly. It's like, hiccup. It's not happening. All right. You're done. Phew. Well, that was fun. Phew. Fuck it. Fuck you. Let's take some levels here. Um, all right. Uh, you did. <laughs> you did what? <laughs> no, that's that's cool, man. I'm pro- oh, that's what for that? <laughs> for this? No, that's yeah. I like that. That's great, man. I'm proud of you. That's the best. You're the best. Love levels of me. Oh, okay, Natalie. Do the same thing that Jeff did. See if you can. See if you can okay. do it. You did yeah. what? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That, that's yeah. That's the dream. That's the dream, man. <laughs> That's, that's so, that's for so this? cool. I'm so yes. happy for you. Wow. Your, your life's great. Man. It's going to be great, oh, man. man. It's going to be great. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God.